Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 
24 minutes past 6, 97.3 CDFM, 2nd day of March 2022. Papa Youngson with a song, ushering us into a great opportunity. It's Wednesday morning. Starting off with Business Sense, brought to you by ADB. And this morning, we're just talking about the LUR cycle. It's called the cycle of success. The LUR cycle. You basically learn, you unlearn, and you relearn. So some of the things you know, some of the things you believe, may have been true yesterday, but new facts emerge every day. So you unlearn that which you learn, and you relearn. It's called the LUR cycle cycle it's also called the cycle of success you need to learn how to undo what you've done you need to learn how to move on from what you've done before so you can get new information and this can be applied personally and also corporately the lur cycle this is the cycle of continuous learning and learning and relearning somebody says a bachelor's degree has a five-year shelf life so probably most of the things I learned in 2004 completely outdated. Now, if all you know is what you read five years ago, you probably need to go back to start again. So continuously learn and learn and relearn. That's the success cycle, the LUR cycle. Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Get up to 80% of your next salary this month. No interest on repayment within the 30 days. It's called Payday Plus. Call 0244-284-197. ADB truly agree and more. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
Beautiful song coming in from Rex Jimfi. Time is 6.31. Engine by Review is next. Brought to you by Fidelity Bank. Get in touch on our new single phone number. 0800-003355. And we will help you with what you need to know about our product. You can also reach us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or LinkedIn. Fidelity Bank will live with us. And we're also sponsored by Total Energies, continuously innovating, redesigning our bottle, redesigning our label, but maintaining the same quality of oil in a modern and premium bottle. Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. All right, so 6.32 on uh, Wednesday morning. We say good morning to Godfred and to Kojo. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bernard. I was listening to, I was listening to uh, the BBC this morning on my way to work, and I mm. couldn't help but get concerned about the reports of uh, bombs landing in towns, people just getting caught up in the, the order that's going on, and it's a very serious thing. You know, I... I it's it's something that we should all frown against and i i really hope those who are doing the talking talk quickly and stop this because and also listening to conversations about oil prices apparently opec plus is meeting today to discuss the whether to produce more oil now the barrel of oil is 110 dollars the highest since 2014 right that's i think how many years ago eight years ago and uh, it appears OPEC Plus is not going to increase production, so prices may go up. And then I hear Dan Kanamwa say, if if this price trend continues, we'll start paying nine CDs per liter of uh, of for petrol and diesel. So there's a lot of challenges yes, in the you, system. If you keep records of your personal finances, mm-hmm. right, in an Excel sheet mm-hmm. from last year mm-hmm. till date, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. you have a column where your income is in CDs. Uh-huh. And then you convert that income into to dollars. dollars. One column that is converting to dollars. 
and then another column which is showing you your expenditure. Hmm. You realize that your income in dollars keeps dropping. Yep. Your expenditure in CD terms and in dollar terms keep rising. Hmm. And what you thought you earned, the value of your 10,000, 5,000, 2,000 is diminishing. Actually, like 1,200. Very seriously. And that is the reality. We'll discuss some of these things later. The fuel price, the currency exchange rate, the challenges in Ukraine. A lot of issues. But let's do the newspapers. Let's do the newspapers. All right. Front page of the Daily Graphic then, Bernard. Let's green Ghana, says the president. Also on the front page of the paper, Russia-Ukraine war. Ghana's position in sync with foreign policy. That's Professor Entry Dan. So, more dialogue way to go. Dr. Alido advises leadership of parliament and on consolidating democracy. Council of State, Speaker, deep in ties. Now, the Ghanaian Times. President declares June 10 green Ghana day. Targets 20 million trees nationwide. PIAC assessment, Ghana earns $6.55 billion um, in oil receipts in 10 years. Gamma project achieves significant milestone in sanitation water for first time in 10 years. And four boys drown in Volta Lake. Front page of the Ghanaian publisher this morning says June 10, Green Ghana Day. 20 million trees to be planted. That's according to the president. The untold success story of Ghana gas. That's something that uh, Honorable Frank Anodompre has penned in the newspaper uh council of state meets back bin and then as Usu also urges digital standardization in africa they find that 20 million trees to be planted as president Ekufadu declares june 10 green ghana day hmm. discrimination against persons living with hiv is a crime this is dr tiahini travelers start arriving at kotoka international airport with a ghana card and see still at kotoka we are told that 17 Ghanaian students from Ukraine touched down. And Forestry Commission presents 500,000 Ghana cities to appear to support fund. Front page of the Republic Press paper says, Nagrat's president raises red flags for public workers' salary delays. Uh, some Ghanaians in Ukraine refusing to return. That's according to the Foreign Affairs Minister. Adwa Safo disowned Joe Weiss reveals. The Speaker of Parliament has told the Council of State that he cannot be neutral uh, whilst he is presiding over the legislative arm of government. A fact that is writing, arrest Atuguba now. I confessed and addressed, this is Mac Palm, and Green Ghana, 20 million trees to be planted this year. And finally for me, Bernard, the Herald newspaper, uh, government blew $140,000 on Ajua Safo's private jet rent. Also says, abrasive justice minister runs into tantrums over human rights concerns filed at Commonwealth Secretariat. And Ochihini and others courting trouble in a Kwemustu crisis. Now the new publisher, Ekufuadu, wants to uh, plant 20 million trees. Dame and UEW, tag of war, council chair displays maturity. Ghana's digitization agenda scores high marks. And if you check the new crusading guide... Um, cool mongers crying wolf over nothing. This is Stika, Dr. Sevelamoa. And President declares June 10 Green Ghana Day. Ministry of Local Government inspects regional projects. And UEW chairman acted on Attorney General's advice. This is in respect to the reinstatement of the head of finance. Mm. Now, there's also a story that says former MD of Metro Mass Transit Limited vindicated. Before we get into the news press from my side or headlines, good morning, sir. Please, a vehicle has knocked someone lying down lifeless just after Tetegu Junction towards Wajamalam Stretch. Kindly reach out to the police to assist. This is from a listener. 
a lifeless body knocked down by a vehicle after Titeku Junction uh, towards the way Jam Malam stretch. A few quick headlines on citynewsroom.com. There's headlines here say Supreme Court to here produce Oliver Baker from our application today. The so-called habeas corpus. Meanwhile, fuel prices cross 80 days per liter. And this is misleading petition to come out and attempt to undermine our sovereignty according to Dame. And National Security rearrests freelance journalist Sakut after court frees him. Still on that website, our strike isn't meant to make government unpopular. This is UTAG. And fuel prices will hit 9 CD per liter before March ending, according to COPEC. If you go to my journal online, the leading story there, Speaker meets Council of State ahead of resubmission of Ilevi to Parliament. Also, Ajua Safo told Majority Leader not to call her again. This is Osei Usu. Bakavomawo continues detention, needless and petty. This is HQC Prempe. And 1 million cities were spent flying Ajua Safo to Ghana for abortive Ilevi vote. This is Okujeto Ablakwa. Star FM. Plans are being hatched to arrest Atugoba over cool comments, according to the Solidaire Forum. Also, mob of mpp supporters chase out regional chairman at achimoda this is mpp's problems ahead of their voting meanwhile journalists detained for recording court hearing discharged and then rearrested that's also the lead story that gna supreme uh, support the cost of rebuilding post-covid economy vip to tripartite partners meanwhile labor conference recommends review of single spine salary and uh, Deputy Finance Minister rejects claims of government inability to pay salaries. Let me just take you international briefly. Russian paratroopers attack Kharkiv. This is from Ukraine on the BBC. Day 6 of the Russia's war is what they are focusing on. The New York Times is also talking about Joe Biden condemning Russia and promoting his own domestic agenda. Meanwhile, explosions hit major Ukrainian cities. Refugee crisis grows. And then the Washington Post also says Biden seeks unity beyond war in Ukraine as strikes intensify across the country. Let's start with our own stories from here before we go global. Okay, let's start from the president uh, who is talking green. Um, Kojo will be very happy. As mm. well. So, <laughs> front page says President Adakwa Kufado has launched the 2022 Green Ghana Day with a call on Ghanaians to rise to the task of planting and nurturing 20 million trees. The target is an upward revision on the more than 7 million trees planted last year based on expert advice, particularly from the Forestry Commission and the Ghana Meteorological Agency. The president said the fight against climate change must be directed at deforestation and forest degradation through nature-based solutions such as planting trees and vegetation cover, described as the lungs of the earth. Launching the day in Accra yesterday, President Kufuadu rallied the citizenry to the Green Ghana Initiative, making reference to Article 41.4 of the Constitution. Quote, this project is one of the ways of fulfilling the constitutional obligation, and we must all make it a point to participate in this national exercise, this noble venture, ultimately funded and executed through our joint efforts and as much as possible without burdening the public treasury. Now, last year, uh, the, president, the president recalled how the support of corporate Ghana and individuals to the Green Ghana project launched last year as part of an aggressive afforestation and reforestation program helped it to exceed the target of 5 million trees to more than 7 million trees. Now, the Minister of Lands and Natural Resources, Samuel Abujinapo, said this year's Green Ghana Day would represent the planting of trees on degraded forest lands, both on and off reserves, watersheds, boundaries, office compounds, and sites within communities, including parks, roadsides, homes, farmsteads, churches, mosques, and schools. All right. 
Yes, and the minister also says that the ministry is committed to undertake aggressive afforestation and reforestation and galvanize Ghanaians to participate in greening the nation. Mm. So we are doing 10, uh, 20 million trees nationwide this year. Mm -hmm. Now my question will be, we asked for a way that we could monitor what we planted last year. Mm -hmm. Can we at least be given an update as to the rate of survival of the trees, mm -hmm. what lessons we learned from that exercise, and what we can do better with the 20 million target? Mm. I think that's a fair question, right? The other issue this morning, fuel prices caught ACD's pen. Later City Business News is reporting that fuel prices at some stations continue to rise, crossing the ACD per liter mark in the first week of March. This is expected to have rippling effects on other OMCs who will adjust theirs as well. Only two weeks ago, fuel prices averaged 6.4 liters, 6.4 CDs per liter as the price stabilization and recovery levy was reinstated by the MPA. Copec Dan Kanamwa said he expected the increase to be much higher. Then on the same website, we're told fuel prices will hit 9 CDs per liter before March ending. Same chamber is predicting that looking at global development with the depreciation of the CD, Russia's invasion of Ukraine and Ukraine asking for military help from EU, basically the comments suggest the war is going to get prolonged. Now Kanama says if the current price trend is to be looked at, we should hit 9 CD per liter for both finished products before March ends. This is getting very serious indeed. I'm definitely getting my bicycle. You've been getting it with your mouth for the past two weeks. I, I so, need to find the right bike. And so, ride it from where to where? There are so many to here. So guys, so that's that's the story. We can discuss this later okay, on. Okay, let's the show. do a lot of Ajua Safo. Yes. Because she's everywhere. Yeah. Front page of the Republic Press Ajua Safo disowned Joe White's reveals. First Deputy Speaker, Mr. Joseph Osewusu, has revealed that the majority caucus no longer counts on Dom Kwabinya MP Sarah Ajua Safo in his discussions in Parliament. According to the Baikwai MP, all avenues to get the absentee MP to return to the house have proved futile as a result the majority in parliament have resolved has resolved to conduct parliamentary business going forward without recourse to the dom kwabenya mp he was speaking on kumasi based he said that quote in our strategy we have taken it as going to rescue a kidnapped person we presume she is dead but if you go and she's alive then it is god's grace and it asks your gains so that is our approach so as it stands now we don't count her as part of us he then goes on to say, quote, the majority leader used to communicate with her often, but the last time he, the majority leader, told me, she said he shouldn't call her again, but sent messages instead, which she responds to, but not phone calls. Meanwhile, who is the ranking member on Foreign Affairs Committee, is alleging that amounts in excess of a million cities have been spent on the MP in attempting to get her to come and take part in the first E-Levy vote. Now, Per his uh, comments on Facebook, uh, he says over 940,000 CDs were spent on a chartered flight from the U.S. for the set purpose. Per his findings, the career hire for the task was a Gulfstream G550 registered engine or plane costing $4,800 an hour. And then by calculating all the things, he says that that losing today's exchange rate is nearly a million CDs. He also says... Uh, it is surprising that the focus of many, including CSOs in a series of adjusted revelations, has been on the alleged 120,000 CDs when the main issue is how much was used to bring her down for the vote. So, this is a serious issue that's uh, creeping all over the place. Meanwhile, the speaker is also saying that he cannot necessarily be neutral, but he will do his job professionally. And uh, this was when he met the Council of State. That story is on citynewsroom.com. He says, I will be impartial. A speaker but not neutral this is alban bagbin he says um 
He said that many people have misunderstood his statement mm -hmm. and tagged him as being partisan. Mm. <clears throat> and he took time to explain what he meant by being impartial but not neutral. Mm -hmm. On impartiality, the speaker noted that he's the speaker of the house and in the discharge of his duty, he is bound to be impartial. But on being neutral, the speaker explained that he's a Ghanaian and hence has an interest in whatever concerns the state and that is brought before parliament for deliberation. He said he cannot be a speaker who will see evil about the state and keep mute. Let All right. me talk about Ukraine uh, and its attendant matters. Uh, we have some students who have returned. If you go to page 24 mm. of the Daily Graphic, putting measures to absorb returning students. Mm. Parents appeal to government. And the story says the parents and relatives of Ghanaian students in Ukraine have appealed to the government to consider putting in measures to enable the returning students, especially the medical students, to continue their education in the country. They said some of them had been studying for between 6 and 10 years in Ukraine and were left with a few months to complete their education when the Russian invasion of Ukraine occurred. Now, you had one of the parents, for instance, Dr. Collins Tay, whose daughter is in her fourth year of a six-year medicine program. So the University of Ghana Medical School could be called in to help organize some form of training for them, depending on the level the students had reached. Now, this uh, we had uh, this was after the first batch of Ghanaians from Ukraine had arrived at the Kutuka International Airport. Numbering 17, the evacuees were received by a delegation. Now, we one of the newspapers also carries the story that uh, some of the students and other people refused to leave. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think I heard that in a couple of papers. I think they quoted a foreign minister saying that yes. some of the Ghanaians didn't want to come. I yes. don't know the details of that story. Uh, whilst you get that story, could you take us Let to the finder? to the Auditor General. He's been urged to audit the COVID-19 expenditure. Mm. Um, I think Godfrey has been speaking about this a lot. Now, the Chairman of the Public Accounts Committee of Parliament has advised the Auditor General to audit the COVID-19 expenditure as a project. Mm. Uh, the Deputy Minority Leader holds the view that the Auditor General has to pay special attention to auditing how the monies received by the Ghana COVID-19 Trust Fund have been expended. According to him, there's been no audit report on COVID-19 expenditure since the trust fund was established, and he wants the Auditor General to audit it as a special project and that it should not be under the normal annual budget for MMDAs. Mm. Now, let me take you to some court issues. Supreme mm. Court to hear produce Oliver Bakavama's application today. This is a city lead story. It says Supreme Court will later today be invited to quash a ruling of the High Court B. Tema, in which his lordship Daniel Mensah declined to order the IGP and the Attorney General to justify the continuous detention of Fix the Country activist Oliver Bakavomao. The application was filed by brother of the activist Emmanuel Philip and directed at the IGP and the Attorney General. His lawyers said they applied to the High Court on Wednesday, February 16, for the order after the Ashaman District Magistrate Court declined jurisdiction in a bill application without making any orders for Mr. Vomao's continuous detention by the Ashaman Police. And the details of the case are given. Now, I want to read this story in conjunction with other stories. So, for example, National Security have rearrested a freelance journalist, Sakut Amenga Otego Etego, after a court freed him. A freelance journalist, Sakut Amenga Etego, was on Tuesday rearrested by National Security shortly after the criminal court for division of the High Court discharged him. He was picked up on Friday after National Security operatives detected that he had filmed the courtroom during a live trial. Her ladyship, Lydia Osei, Mafu subsequently ordered his detention and the surrender of his phone and password to enable investigators' investigations into his conduct. Alarmed by the freelancer's conduct, her ladyship described it as a threat to the court if, the can if not the country at large. The National Security Operators reported to her ladyship on Tuesday their findings, seeing the report and attach a nexus. Her ladyship said she purposed to cause Sakut to read a bit of what he had said on his WhatsApp page against him as a person but for respect i would 
but for the respect he had for his learned friends who would have come on his behalf long long story but basically after she was re- he was released the national security then rearrested him and this is uh, added to the list of people who've been arrested in relation to things like this and then there's another story that's trending mm. and uh, this is on star fm and apparently plans are being hatched to arrest ramona tuguba over cool comments this yeah. is the group that invited him to speak a couple of days ago solidaire forum Civil society organizations so their forum has urged persons who say they are in government hatching plans to have professor Ramona Tuguba arrested to reconsider their plans now during his speech i think it was monday uh, on the state of the Ghana economy and its effects on constitutional processes the professor of law asked government and Ghanaians to make sacrifices that would lead to rescuing the economy he spoke about the e-levy and spoke about conditions that uh, make for cool deters and it's led to a lot of discussions apparently based on what this uh, CSO is saying there are plans to have him arrested for the comment he made let's go to the labor front Utah is still in the news but um, this morning the new crusading guide is reporting that Nagrat CCT and other unions threaten a series of actions to demand improved situation the story says the president for the National Association of Graduate Teachers, Mr. Injo Kabonu, has said unions would begin a series of actions to knock at the doors of the government to ensure that their situation is improved. He therefore called on the government to immediately sit with the leadership of the various unions to increase salaries. Uh, that will help them deal with the upsurge in the prices of goods and services on the market. According to Mr. Kabonu, there is no need for the government to critically, and this, there is a need for the government to critically and dispassionately look at its expenditure, explaining that a worker cannot guarantee a peaceful labor environment when his or her salary cannot take him home. Mm. And then on page 10 of the Republic Press, uh, Bernard, as uh, part of the statistics released by the Ghana Statistical Service, has been revealed that more women in Ghana are filing for divorce. Um, according to the 2021 Population Housing Census, uh, revealed that 553,065 persons in Ghana have had their marriages dissolved, with 405,090 being separated. The figure 362,233 out of the 553,000 persons di- divorced persons are females, with the remaining 190,000 being males, translating into a share of 65% and 34% respectively let's go to food related matters impose tariffs on sugar importation to protect domestic production this is Kwame Pienim um, the story says Mr. Kwame Pienim a renowned economist says Ghana needs to impose external tariffs on the importation of sugar to protect domestic production he said it was the only way to make domestic production of sugar competitive as other countries had their raw materials subsidized he said this is an interview with the Ghana News Agency following the announcement by the president that the Commander Sugar Factory in the central region would be operationalized by April this year. Meanwhile, Professor Peter Kote is also urging government to increase support for the agri sector to curb inflation. Story by Bubi Osei says head of economics division of ISE, Professor Peter Kote has urged the government to consider identifying and supporting large-scale farmers around the country who would intend support smaller farmers around them as a way to ensure sustained growth of Ghana's agricultural sector. There's a suggestion that before anybody is given an import license to bring commodities we can produce here, they, they must commit and show evidence that they are doing at least 50% production locally. Let me think you some MPP problems. Mob of MPP supporters chase out regional chairman Atachimoda. This is getting serious. This is Star FM reporting. The Eastern regional chairman of the ruling MPP, Kingston Akomen Kisi, has been chased out by a mob 
of party supporters at Atimoda. The incident occurred on Tuesday after the regional chairman allegedly decided to call off the polling station election in the area ostensibly to enable old executives to go unopposed. A video which captured the incident saw the angry mob banging on the vehicle of the chairman who was seated in the vehicle. Sources indicate the angry members gathered at the regional gathered that the regional chairman had a secret meeting at Rapson Hotel in Akimoda with some people in the party to hatch a plan to ensure the current executives went unopposed. The chairman of the elections committee for the constituency said he did not sanction the meeting and the decision taken there. Now, we know that polling station elections are being held in the party nationwide between February 25 and March 5, and some of the fallouts have been like what you Let me take read. you international quickly. A lot happening, Bernard. We will start from the continent and then move to Europe on page 5 of the Daily Graphic. AU worried by reports of Africans escaping Ukraine. Mm. The blo- African bloc says all people have the right to cross international borders during conflict as the Ukraine-Russia war continues. The AU says it is disturbed by reports that African nationals in Ukraine are being prevented from safely crossing the border to flee the raging conflict. Now, if you go to Burkina Faso, uh, the military junta that took over have signed a three-year transition charter, which puts them on a further coalition course with ECOWAS, who have demanded uh, for an immediate return to democracy. But uh, it looks like uh, Lieutenant Colonel Paul Henry Damiba, who is Nigerian president, is determined to stay. They have instituted a, fifth, uh, a, a government made up of 25 ministers and 71 MPs. Now, if you go to Egypt, Bernard, uh, Egypt has hiked transit fees for ships that want to cross the Suez Canal. Mm. And if you know what the Suez Canal means to global trade, mm. then you would know what is going to happen. That means probably prices of prices, goods are going to go prices up. Prices are again. about to go up. So Charlie, according, what, hold on. What, what, listen what, what, to this. Better hold on. So according to the statement, transit fees for liquefied petroleum gas, chemical tankers, and other liquid bulk tankers increased by 10%. Now, vessels carrying vehicles, natural gas, and general cargo, as well as multi-purpose vessels, will see an increase of 7%, while a 5% increase will be imposed on oil and crude tankers and dry bulk vessels. There are so many problematic stories here on City News. Nine African migrants drowned off Tunisia coast. Now, this was from Tunisia's Defense Ministry. And then over 440 civilians killed in South Sudan clashes, according to the UN. So whilst Ukraine is dominating the headlines, there are other stories as well. We are told that at least 440 civilians died in brutal fighting. This is AFP between rival factions in southwest since South Sudan over just a few months last year, the UN said on Tuesday. And then finally from me, Bernard, let's go to Russia itself now. And Russia said yesterday was placing temporary caps on foreigners seeking to exit Russian assets, putting the brakes on an accelerating investor exodus driven by crippling Western sanctions. So Russian assets went to free fall yesterday with uh, London-listed iShares uh, plunging 50%. Now you had major money, ma- uh, money managers including hedge fund Man Group and British asset manager uh, ABDN. They've been cutting their positions. Uh, you have Austria's Raiffeisen Bank International also looking to leave, which would make it the first major European bank to do so. And uh, Russia basically has announced that the country will temporarily stop foreign investors from selling Russian assets to ensure they take a considered decision, but have not given details as to how they are going to do it. Meanwhile, the latest on the conflict is that Russian paratroopers have attacked Kharkiv, which is Ukraine's second city, killing at least two people in the city of a place called Zitomir, which lies 120 kilometers west of Kiev. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. City Business News Next, brought to you by Goyle and GCB Bank. Anita Kissimekus here with the details. Good morning, Anita.
Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goal and GCB Bank and powered by citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana predicts an increase in local food prices should the Russia-Ukraine situation escalate. And LPG Marketing Company Association of Ghana calls for immediate subsidies on the prices of liquefied petroleum gas. My name is Anita Kisimiku. Let's settle for the details. Local food prices will, in the coming months, witness significant increases if the current Ukraine-Russia situation does not see any improvements. This is according to the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana. Explaining the situation to City Business News, the peasant farmers said fertilizer supply, which is already a challenge in the country, will become even more scarce given the fact that Russia accounts for 21% of the global potash markets, a key component used in producing fertilizer. The following report has more. She has witnessed a number of challenges in the past year and a half. One major reason for this has been the COVID-19 pandemic, which came with increased production costs and trade limitations. Currently, producers are looking at potential price impacts from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russia accounts for 21% of the global potash markets, a key component used in the production of fertilizer. The situation, according to local farmers, will undoubtedly affect fertilizer supply and subsequently reduce produce from their farms, which will lead to limited supply and an increase in prices. Already, the Chamber of Agribusiness Ghana has warned of an imminent increase in food prices due to rising prices of fertilizer worldwide and has called on government to intervene in the situation. In an interview with City Business News, President of the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, Charles Nyaba, said consumers must be prepared to pay more for foodstuff considering the current fertilizer supply situation. Global development has already impacted on our food situation. Uh, so if you look at uh, the food supply for 2022, you realize that there is limited supply in almost all food commodities. Talk of meat, talk of uh, soya, talk of sorghum, almost all food uh, commodities that we depend on inputs from the global market. This is because COVID hit some of the the fertilizer-producing countries and the machinery-supplying uh, countries that we couldn't get the supply that is needed. As we speak, there is a shortage of fertilizer in the market. I'm currently in Napa East. Yesterday, I met farmers who are doing the dry season rice, and they are complaining that they are not even getting fertilizer to buy for their, their, their crops. Now, our fear is that with this uh, Ukraine and Russia crisis, where countries are imposing sanctions on Russia, it is likely to affect supply of potash, which is used for production of uh, MPK fertilizer. So since uh, Russia is a key supplier of that product that is globally used for production of fertilizer, and then also natural gas, which is needed for fertilizer production, it is going to excavate the already difficulties we have in fertilizer production. President of the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, Charles Nyaba, ending that report. Away from that, the LPG Marketing Company Association of Ghana is calling on the government to, as a matter of urgency, subsidize the price of liquefied petroleum gas for its consumers. 
Beginning March 1, consumers of liquefied petroleum gas have had to pay 80 pesos more per kilogram. This was confirmed by the LPG Marketing Company Association of Ghana. But the association fears this may drastically reduce the consumption of LPG, causing consumers to shift to the use of unsustainable alternatives. Gabriel Kumi is the vice chairman of LPG Marketing Company Association of Ghana, and he spoke to City Business News. We don't see the sense in continuous and persistent, persistently putting uh, taxes on, on, on the LPG. This is a product being subsidized by other West African countries. If you go to Cote d'Ivoire, a neighboring country here, they are subsidizing the products to the tune of about 30 to 40 percent. Other African countries are subsidizing. But in Ghana, we have moved from subsidy, we went to full cost recovery, and we put almost 20 percent taxes on the product. LPG is a product that uh, has an elastic demand. So any personal increase in the price of the product goes a long way to affect its consumption. And, and, and if you look at the statistics, if you look at the figures, LPG consumption in Ghana is on the decline. We are, we are declining in consumption. So at best, we are stagnant. And anything stagnant is, is, is in the decline state. So we will continue. We will continue to appeal to government to that this is a very crucial time. This is the time government must take urgent measures to remove the taxes on the LPG and make it as free. Gabriel Kumi is the vice chairman of the LPG Marketing Company Association of Ghana. Now, the Ghana National Petroleum Tankers Drivers Union has denied allegations of their involvement in the adulteration of fuel in the country. The Bulk Oil Storage and Transportation Company Limited Bust recently indicated that it has surcharged six transporters for adulterating petrol products worth over 3 million Ghana cities at its Kumasi depot last year. According to a statement by BOST, a total of nine trucks had adulterated contents with eight of the drivers of the vehicles nowhere to be found. In an interview with City Business News, Chairman of the Ghana National Petroleum Tankers Drivers Union, George Nianu, stressed that these individuals were not members of the association. So as national chairman, I will be the first person to condemn it. So it's not a very good practice at all. However, I will still sit down here and say no to that. And I can explain why I say no to that. The tankers that have been adulterated, we were told is 10 trucks. We have about 5,000 to 6,000 tankers in the country. So for what I know and the drivers that I control, with the training that they have been through, I can tell you my drivers or the drivers that I work with will never do that. Except maybe uh, some of the transporters engage wayside drivers, which we don't know. Again, if BOST is having a challenge, then they must do their homework well. Simply because if you buy a sugar cane to your house, definitely flies will follow up. Chairman of the Ghana National Petroleum Tankers Drivers Union, George Nyanu.
The Africa Center for Energy Policy, ASEP, says Ghana is yet to fully benefit from all rules and regulations meant to ensure transparency within the petroleum and other extractive resources sectors. According to ASEP, Ghana has recorded a lot of gains with the passage of key transparency legislations for the extractive sector. However, all that has not translated into real accountability to benefit the people. Our Western Regional Correspondent, Akwesi Ejenim, has more in this report. Since the commencement of commercial petroleum production from the Jubilee Field in 2010, legislations including the Petroleum Revenue Management Act have been enacted. Other institutions like the Public Interest and Accountability Committee, PIAC, and the Ghana Extractive Industry Transparency Initiative have also been established to promote transparency in the management of petroleum and other extractive resource revenues. However, speaking to City Business News on the sidelines of a student rally, on extractive revenue management organized by the Africa Center for Energy Policy for students of Takra Technical University, the head of monitoring, evaluation and learning at ASEP, Mabel Akwe, said transparency without active citizenship cannot yield accountability. One gain we have made as a country is the fact that um, we are doing well in terms of transparency, in terms of um, churning out comprehensive laws that is supposed to guide us in the development of our natural resources. What is left is the role, is translating this transparency into accountability. Because more often than not, is the accountability bit that will get duty bearers on their toes to be more effective in terms of proper management of the resources. City News' Western Regional Correspondent, Akwesi Ejienim, filed that report. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for part three of the topic, the importance of knowing your risk tolerance, matching your investments to your risk tolerance. There are two important considerations when trying to decide which investment is best for you. One is the time frame you have to invest, and the other is your risk tolerance. Typically, if you have a lot of time, I would say five years or more, you can consider investments that are seen as more risky, such as an equity fund like EPAC or balance funds like B Fund or ARC Fund. At the same time, the general rule is if you don't have a lot of time to invest, say two years or less, you want to stay with fixed income investments that are considered low risk, such as data banks M Fund or Treasury bills. However, you could actually have 10, 15, or 20 years to invest, but your risk tolerance is low. In that case, your risk tolerance carries more importance than your time horizon, and you should still stick with fixed income investments. Remember, not every investment is for you, and there's nothing wrong with that. Make sure you match your investments with your risk tolerance. Being informed is the key to investing wisely. Invest wisely. Invest with Data Bank. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and GCB Bank and powered by citybusinessnews.com. I am Anita Kisimriku. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
12 minutes past uh, 7. This is the City Breakfast Show. This morning is going to be very interesting. I have a number of people I'll be talking to on the show. Alright, so we, we're talking about uh, the Ghanaian situation or the situation of Ghanaians in Ukraine, Ghana's position on Ukraine, and some of the other issues with uh, Ambassador Kwabna Said Dankwa. He's an ambassador at large and special advisor to the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration. I'm sure you know Ghana is a member of the UN Security Council. What have we said about the Ukraine situation? How many more Ghanaians are we expecting to evacuate from Ukraine as the conflict intensifies? And how true are some claims that even in people getting out of Ukraine, there's a bit of racism in some of the borders, particularly the Polish border. I will discuss that on the show this morning. I'll also be speaking to celebrated Ghanaian academic and um, professor of linguistics, Professor Adams Bodomo, one of the leading scholars in African linguistics. He's the first black faculty member at the University of Vienna. Done some amazing work. African linguistics speaks multiple languages did some great work in penning the structure of Dagari as a language we're speaking to him on the show this that this morning and as part of our heritage on a series we continue with our travel around the country Steve Abu is my guest he talks about exploring Ghana through the Volta, Eastern, and Ashanti regions. All of that coming up later. But coming up next is the sports news bulletin. It's called Kickoff. It's brought to you by Lesheho. The spirit of Africa is the symbol of our resilience and our strength. It's what drives us to do more, become more, and achieve more. We're scaling our digital power with you in mind to create the reality we yearn for. For Africa by Africans. Lesheho savings and loans. Let's improve life. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Good morning to Benjamin Nketia. Good morning, Bernard. Let's get into the headlines. And 2016 Black Princesses Squad demand unpaid winning bonuses for Ministry of Youth and Sports. In the FA Cup, Middlesbrough stand Tottenham in the 116th stage. And World Athletics bans Russian and Belarusian athletes until further notice. To the details now, and former Ghana women's under-20 captain Kate Edu Adjeman has sent a passionate appeal to the Ministry of Youth and Sports and the Ghana Football Association to pay her and her teammates outstanding winning bonuses dating back seven years. The 24-year-old was part of the Black Princesses squad that qualified for the 2016 FIFA Women's Under-20 World Cup. The players were promised $2,000 US per win during the qualifying series and they won every single game 
game en route to the tournament in Papua New Guinea, where the players were paid only $4,000 out of the total $12,000 due them. Now, Kate Ajima, who has since retired from football and currently resides in the United States, says she and her teammates desperately need the money. We're out of resources. We don't know what to do. We don't want to come out and say something that will come out as disrespectful. But right now, we're also left with no other choice than to do this. This is our last result. We want to tell the government that we have waited for so long. It's been seven years now, from 2015 to 2022. That is seven years. Please pay us our money. Samuma NNEA. And Kambaye say, that's the question I ask myself every day. Not everyone in Ghana or not everyone in the team have the luxury that you and your families do have. All we have is football, but now we can't even use that anymore because we know that we're not going to get anything out of it. If I have to work or if I have to dedicate my time to something and wait seven years to be paid, what is the point? So please, we're pleading to you. The President of Ghana, His Excellency Nana Akufuado, please, the Sports Minister, please, we're pleading with you. Right now, we, don't, we can't do anything else than to plead with you. We don't have anything. So you heard former Ghana women's under-20 captain Kate Edu Adjeman speaking there. Let's move on to more national team staff and former Ghana international. Asamoa Dan is optimistic the Black Stars can qualify for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. The Black Stars take on Nigeria in the World Cup playoff later this month for one of Africa's five spots in the global showpiece in November this year. Despite Ghana's poor showing at the AFCON, Jan says the tie is unpredictable and believes focus can help the Black Stars to victory. Ghana and Nigeria, this, this rivalry, you cannot predict. You know, anybody can win. So they just have to stay focused and then do what they have to do on the field to win. That's it. No matter what, we keep on supporting them. Because anybody who says he doesn't support the national team is a hypocrite. Because when you are there, you are, your, your country is losing. You feel it because you are, you are from the country. Uh, sometimes our predictions went wrong because of the surprises we had in the African Cup of Nations. It shows how everybody is competitive now. Now you cannot, you cannot um, underestimate anybody. You know, so that is the beauty of the game. Sometimes you go, you might think this is the underdog, and then he pull an upset. You know, so that is what made the games interesting. So former Ghana captain Asama Jan speaking there to the camp of the Black Satellites and their head coach Abdul Karim Zito says Ghanaians have not been fair in their assessment of Rio Ave right back Philemon Bafour. Now the fullback after breaking into the Black Stars has received a lot of stick from the public after being consistently ignored for selection during games. Contrary to popular opinion, Abdul Karim Zito believes that Bafour is currently one of Ghana's best defenders. Let me tell you something about Let me take this opportunity to talk about Philemon. The fact that uh, Kurt, President Kurt is Dreams FC director, that doesn't mean if he has something good, they should not use him. Philemon went to Wafu. When we came back, I dropped him. I was not impressed. I dropped him. Then, unfortunately, unfortunately for him, I went to watch Dreams against Liberty, Adeu, he was the best player. He, that day he won the best player of the game. And then I, I was sitting down with my sister and said, hey, Philemon, Then, again, I brought him, I swear, he was the, one of the best defenders we had.
Black Satellites head coach Abdul Karim Zito speaking there. Let's move on to some news coming in from Cameroon. And Cameroonian journalist Lawrence Inquede has told City Sports that the indomitable Lions' decision to hire Rigobert Song as their next head coach is a drive to empower local coaches based on Aliou Sisi's success with Senegal. Now, Cameroon handed control of the team to Song, a former captain of the indomitable Lions following the departure of Portuguese Antonio Contessao. Now, according to Inquede, the appointment was strongly backed by Cameroonian FA president Samuel Eto. Rigobertson's appointment as uh, head coach of the Indomitable Lions of Cameroon uh, is uh, the effect of uh, a, some sort of renaissance in Cameroon's uh, football brought by uh, Samuel Eto, the president of the FA, who has decided that football in Cameroon should be made by Cameroonians. Uh, he, we took the inspiration from Senegal, where Aliou Sisi uh, won the AFCON as a, a home-based coach. So uh, Samuel Eto'o was bent on getting a home-based coach. And uh, the decision is really untimely because we are just 23 days away from uh, that strategic game against Algeria, counting for the qualifiers of uh, the Qatar World Cup. So you heard Cameroonian journalist Lawrence Inquede speaking to City Sports there. Let's get to the FA Cup and defending MTN FA Cup champions Hearts of Oak have been paired with their fellow Premier League side Elmina Sachs in the next round of the competition. The draw for this year's edition of the competition was held in Accra on Tuesday. The Phobians will be welcoming Elmina Sachs to the Accra Sports Stadium um, for the tricky fixture while Adriana Stars also take on Brecum Chelsea. Now in other fixtures, Legon Cities have been paired alongside Dreams FC in the round of 16. Let's get to the full draw. And for the Northern Zone, you have Betim United taking on uh, Kumewuman United. And then there's also Tamale Cities taking on Young Apostles. Adriana Stars take on Brecum Chelsea. Real Tamale United will be up against Kim Faisal. In the Southern Zone, there's Hearts of Folk versus Sharks, Kotoku Royals versus Ibisua Dwarfs, and then there's Sky FC versus Hearts of Lions before Legon Cities take on Dreams FC. Uh, so that's what's going on there. Let's move on to the English FA Cup and Manchester City. They were too strong for Peterborough, beating them by two goals to nil. Crystal Palace also beat Stoke City by two goals to one before Middlesbrough stand Tottenham Hotspur beating them by one goal to nil. Let's get to some news coming through and um, Leeds United manager Jesse March says he will do all he can to keep the team in the English Premier League. March comes in on a three-and-a-half-year deal to replace Marcelo Bielsa, who was sacked following a run of bad results, leaving them in 16th place on the Premier League log. The 48-year-old believes there's enough time to salvage the situation. Obviously, I'm excited, but I'm very focused on the task at hand. Uh, I know that... Um, you know, the situation's not exactly what anyone had envisioned when the season started. But, you know, I'm, I have my energy, um, uh, I'm focused, and I'm, I'm ready to go to do whatever it takes to help this team. 
No, I don't quite see it that way. I see it as 12 games is, is enough time. You know, we don't, we have to stay calm. There's no panic. And I know there's been stress because of the way that the last few games have gone. But I think for us, it's really important that we focus on every moment, every day, and we remove the stress and we focus on the things that we can control. I think that's in, in general in this football lifestyle, it's really important to understand that. But in the moment now, I think being calm, being clear, being focused and disciplined will, will help us. So new Leeds United boss Jesse March speaking there. In the Premier League, Burnley were at home when they lost by two goals to nail to Leicester City Football Club. Let's get to some athletics and the World Athletics Council has agreed to impose sanctions against the member federations of Russia and Belarus as consequence of the invasion of Ukraine. Now all athlete support personnel and officials from Russia and Belarus will be excluded from all World Athletics Series events for the foreseeable future with immediate effect. Upcoming events include the World Athletics Championships in Oregon, the World Athletics Indoor Championships in Belgrade, and also the World Athletics Race Walking Team Championships in Muscat, which begin on Friday in Oman, the 4th of March. The council also agreed to consider further measures, including the suspension of the Belarus Federation at its scheduled council meeting next week. So that's what's going on as far as athletics is concerned. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Nketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lesego, the small sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. It's creamy, creamy plus, delicious milk, creamy plus for you. Plus is a delightfully delicious option whenever and wherever the occasion calls for milk. For your quick meals on the go or quality time at the dining table, jazz up your favorite Gary Soakings, Mash Kinky, cereals, and all hot and cold beverages with a creamy, protein-rich, healthy option of milk. Creamy Plus evaporated milk with vegetable fat is all you need to stay on the go. Creamy Plus evaporated milk is now available in a shop near you. Plus evaporated milk. This message has been vetted and approved by the FDA. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
34 97.3 CDFM Nana to 4 it causes Odo song released in 1999 Don't forget this is our heritage month The heritage caravan starts on Saturday traveling around the country back to the village food bazaars on the 26th But I have a question for you Have you tried the new Nutri-Day yogurt? It's Ghana's newest delicious and most nutritious yogurt from Fat Milk Enjoy the good nutrition and great taste of Nutri-Day yogurt with zinc with vitamin A, B6, B12, and zinc. Nutri-Day is available from your nearest fuel station, supermarket, or neighborhood store. Nutri-Day goodness any day. Really refreshing hearing from Ghanaian students returning from Ukraine. 17 of them were at the airport yesterday. A few more will be coming. Some have made their way into Romania, others into Hungary, some into Poland. So we'll be discussing briefly Ghana's position on Ukraine, the situation in that country. Ghana made a statement a couple of days ago at the UN. On the 25th of February, Security Council meeting. But have you tried or have you had your GHQR experience yet? Well, the GHQR experience fair comes on and it's at the Osu Oxford Street from the 4th to the 6th of March this year. Come and experience the convenience that comes with making payments with GHQR. There will be music, there will be fun and giveaways. Financial institutions will be available to reward you for making payments with GHQR. Let's go shopping. GHQR, a your fast keke. It's absolutely free. Institutions on GHQR are banks, MTN Momo, G Money, Vodafone Cash, Airtel Tigo Money, Haptel, and People's Pay. And getting insurance has never been more exciting. From January to March this year, Prime Insurance is rewarding new and existing customers across the country. 
with valuable rewards worth over 500,000 CDs. Sign up, renew, or upgrade your motor homeowners, commercial fire, and allied peril policies with Prime Insurance and get a juicy reward instantly in the Prime Jewudia promo. Visit any Prime Insurance agent across the country. Sign up or call 0208-598-216. Visit Prime Insurance Ghana on Facebook and Instagram for more information. Prime Insurance, rest assured, you are insured. Now, running a business can be simple and stress-free with access to all your data everywhere you go. That's if you're using Kedeba, of course. Now, Kadeba ERP allows you to monitor your inventory, review profit margins, regulate expenses, and do so much more. It's equipped with relevant reports on all your business activities. So why wait? Sign up today. Go to www.kedeba.com, K-E-D-E-B-A-H, or call 055-6541-525. That's 055-6541-525. Couple of quick birthday requests coming through on the show today. Happy birthday to Naika Vida and CEO Amazing Book Center Kasoa High Tension from your husband and brothers, Engineer Nai Opeta Amai, the third Sana Hinsna area ECG enter, Mr. Wansa CEO Originate, Mr. Ansa Auditor Kumasi, and Mr. Joseph Fusu Ansa, ECG Accra West, and Mr. Ace well, also Yosin, Aja First Groove Hotel. Also wishing Kayla and I'm a member of Little in uh, Little Angel Early Childhood School, Madina, a blessed happy birthday. We wish a three-year celebration from your father, mother, your uncles, aunties, and grandma. A happy 50th birthday to Alex Asiedu of Stanbic Investment Management Services. Wishing you the very best in life from your single spine family. And happy birthday to Dr. Kylie Elemausi Ashonkwe, wishing you a year of inexplicable blessing and boundless growth. We love you so much from Mommy, Daddy, Duke, Apiele, Nayo, and Apioko, and all your nephews and nieces, and your only, and all your nephews and your only niece. Happy birthday to Esther Oforiwa Osebuating of Tema. May Elohim continue to be your redeemer, savior, and friend. Best wishes from your husband, Lawrence. So, government has expressed commitment towards evacuating all Ghanaians from Ukraine. According to government figures, about 500 students have so far crossed the border from ukraine to other neighboring countries including russia that's interesting earlier this earlier yesterday 17 students arrived in ghana deputy minister of foreign affairs kweku and prechum sapon received the students said efforts have been made to put in place safeguards to guard Ghanaians in ukraine there's more in this report it was all joy for parents and students particularly who arrived from ukraine this morning for most of the students who have been away for years seeking medical education, they had no choice than to return to Ghana following the recent disturbances. 
many, it was a tough decision looking at the obstacles that laid ahead of them in their journey. They journeyed for long hours before getting to the borders of countries neighboring Ukraine. Some had to walk long distances before getting to their destinations. There were moments they thought of abandoning the journey. I wanted to die, like I just wanted to stay there, I didn't want to continue, but you know, my parents were calling me that, don't worry, continue, we are waiting for you, and, yeah. and the government was very good, when we were, the ambassador came to meet us at, in Romania, and then they sent us to a hotel, because we didn't eat, we were very hungry. In all, more than 500 students have been able to make their way to neighboring countries of Ukraine. 17 of them arrived this morning in Ghana and were received by a delegation from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Please remain seated with your seatbelt fastened until the fastened seatbelt signs have been switched off. Deputy Foreign Affairs Minister Kweku Ampram Chum Sapon touted government's efforts in seeing to their evacuation. You are here with us and we welcome you. And we thank the Almighty God that He has been with you and see you through and brought you home. And in the next couple of minutes or hours, you will reconcile and re-engage with your families. Um, we have to thank your leaders who has worked with uh, our officials at the various missions to make it possible for you to get here today. Now, there is one important thing that we need to score. Information coming in indicates that Ghana is the first African country to have been able to evacuate some of their compatriots and some of their students. So at least, if not for anything at all, the government of Ghana Kufuado has called the first. The students, after going through the registration process at the airport, were allowed to meet family members who had come to welcome them. We took the risk and then we, we spoke to the ministry, we spoke to the government, they gave us some instructions, we followed and then we are here now. Mm, I mean, when exactly? The, the invasion happened on the 24th of February. 24th, so were you, were you planning uh, prior to that? Yeah, for, from, from 24th, we've been in talks with the government and then we were still urging people to actually leave if you have money, just go. Mm. So from 24th, when we heard that um, my my society and I, yeah. my leader, but my leader, my leadership body, mm. we, we said that we Need to move immediately mm. so we started our evacuation on 25th exactly on 25th yeah mm. and we got to Romania on 27th 27th did you walk uh, what because i'm yeah. hearing people walk for seven hours what yeah, was your we, experience we, we trekked yeah we trekked as well because cars are not moving so you need to trek so for how long did you, did you trek i think I, I didn't keep time but i think two three hours we wow. trekked for yeah wow wow so the government they are doing marvelously well because they brought us home they mm. cared for us from romania mm. hotels food flights and now here but that works need to be more to, to be concentrated more in those who are in Sumi. There are more students out there who are actually stuck in Ukraine. Mm. Yeah, so they haven't been able to um, go to the border because there is no transportation, train, cars, taxis, Ubers, everything, buses. They are like because all of the buses are going to the border. So mm. I don't know how the government can help, but the government should help. The parents were elated as well. One of them spoke to City News. We thank Lord that the, the government has also initiated a move to bring them back. I'm so sure, I'm, I'm too sure happy. There were sleepless nights for you. Very, 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 especially his mother, uh, who is very close to him. So, but thank God. I mean, we, we have communication almost every day. He was giving us some updates. We also give some guidance. So 
thank God they didn't hit their back. And for other parents who are expecting their kids, what do you have to say to them? Uh, they should continue to be uh, having trust in the government, that the children are doing their best, so everything will be okay. For the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, efforts are in place to ensure the safety of all Ghanaians in Ukraine. The government has laid plans to evacuate every student or every Ghanaian who is prepared and ready to come home. We have lays uh, very well with Qatar Airways and Turkish Airlines, and they have agreed that any Ghanaian who has crossed to any of these countries where they do fly will be flown home within the next couple of days. So that was a report by Hansen Ajeman. Time check is 7.45. So let's speak to Ambassador at Large and Special Advisor to the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration on more on the situation in Ukraine, Ghana's position on that matter, efforts being made to bring our people home, and what the potential endgame will be in this very, very troubling time. Meanwhile, we are hearing that Russia has warned residents of Kiev to flee their homes. The graphics reporting that Russia warned Kiev residents to flee their homes and rain rockets down on Kharkiv as Russian commanders who have failed to achieve a quick victory shifted their tactics to intensify the bombardment of Ukrainian cities. Alright, so what is really going on in Ukraine. I recall the UN Security Council has had a series of conversations around this. What is Ghana's position on the matter? Let's speak to somebody who's quite close to the situation. Ambassador at large, Special Advisor to the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration, Ambassador Kwabana Osedanko. Ambassador, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Bernard. It's my pleasure. It was heartwarming to hear 17 students had returned, and I'm told that there are efforts to bring many more in. Uh, what what are your, what kind of efforts did it take the the ministry to to achieve this? Because we're told there are still many more people from other countries who have not been able to leave Ukraine yet. Right. Um, well, so the the first thing was Ghana uh, had reached understandings with um, the neighbors to Ukraine. Uh, we're talking of Poland, Hungary, Romania. Moldova and Slovakia. And this was to ensure that our students and nationals could uh, cross over their borders uh, to be received by our mission staff and also by uh, our honorary consulate. Uh, so that, that was the first step. And the second step, of course, was to ensure uh, that there was coordination between our honorary consul in Ukraine uh, with uh, NUCS Ukraine, which was very active in helping uh, students to move out of Ukraine, and also the Pentecost Church and so on. So um, right now, uh, what is happening is that the, the minister uh, has instructed for more staff from our missions outside the region to to go into those five countries because you know the border points are many and so the little number of people we have 
in the different uh, uh, receiving countries have not been enough, even though they've done a human's job. And, and so um, we're beefing up. Um, I think one of the challenges we have is that inside Ukraine itself, uh, for instance, when we met with the parents yesterday, um, the, the numbers of students stuck in uh, a place called Sumi, um, uh, which is closer to the Russian border. And they are not able to leave because the railways have been uh, bombed. Uh, and only buses can go for them. And we, we've arranged for buses to go for them, but they've not been able to come out uh, with the students yet. Uh, and so our focus, our immediate priority is feeding them, getting food to them, and other essentials, because uh, I understand they've run out of food wow. and so on. And as you know, yesterday, um, the second day of the emergency special session of the General Assembly to, um, to discuss a resolution condemning the Russian invasion, uh, Ghana called for an, a humanitarian pause uh, so that the UN and the International Federation of Red Cross can go into places like Sumi and take out the civilians, including our citizens, um, to safety outside uh, Ukraine. So we, we're pushing for that. Uh, we're already in touch with um, the International Organization for Migration and also the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. Uh, so we're putting... Uh, and then we've talked to the, the minister uh, personally and other officials have talked to officials of Ukraine and Russia concerning the safety of our national mm. and, and for every effort to be made for right. the remaining uh, nationals okay. in Ukraine mm. uh, to be able to 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 get out. Um, I, so I see. When I look at when I look at Somi, Somi is very close to Russia and Somi is in the northeast. The, the report we've had so far is that our people have been moved to uh, Poland, Hungary, Romania, and all these places are in the west. So is it that the the the, the people in Somi will be moved to Russia, or will they be moved across to the western parts? Because as we know, Russia is the aggressor in this conflict. So is the effort to move people as quickly out of Ukraine to anywhere possible, or are there specific places that you would prefer to move them? Um, Russia uh, would have been an option, but you know, um, uh, to be able to go into Russia, that, that's a, a, an area um, under conflict. And so to be able to go even into Russia, you would need uh, agreement between Ukraine and Russia for that to happen. I, we don't think the possibility is real. And I, I think that the students are also afraid to go into Russia um, for, for uh, obvious reasons. So uh, one of their options would have been to go to Romania, which is a very uh, uh, long route. Um, but So the buses are the, the only option. But for now, the priority is to get them food and, and other essentials. Whilst um, we pursue the, the different options of the of, of the buses being able to take them um, 
I think that the Ukrainians are, are amenable to um, ensuring that buses can go to Sumi. Uh, so our honorary consul is working on that. So, um, okay, so fair enough. So far, we understand about 500 students cross the border to other countries, although only 17 came uh, yesterday. Is it that right. they prefer to stay in Europe whilst they right, wait out the right. conflict, or is it a question of logistics of moving them back to Ghana? Uh, well, I mean, the logistics are, are difficult, but our people uh, have done a great job in securing uh, tickets for people. Uh, it is a policy of the government to, to bring back every national of Ghana uh, and to pay for their return. Um, we've had reports. Uh, tickets were bought for some people who refused to uh, to join flights. So um, yesterday, the foreign minister appealed to the parents uh, and relatives to advise their, their, their loved ones uh, to come back um, since that whole idea that the temporary visas they hold in, in those countries, including the Schengen uh, country, um, it's not, does not guarantee them uh, a permanent stay or the possibility of going elsewhere in Europe. And so their situation will become dire at some point. And, and, and they were given a warning um, yesterday that, you know, for instance, in Hungary, those who refuse to leave may end up being uh, detained. And and so it's not a good option. Um, and, and we need to get that message out. But I understand that quite a number of uh, the nationals who have come out of Ukraine are refusing uh, to get the tickets or to, to come back home. All right, let's talk about Ghana's position. I think, was it on the 25th, Ghana made a statement on the situation in Ukraine. Uh, what What is our position, and how many times have we had the chance to make this comment? Right, okay, so, you know, uh, we, uh, before the, the Russian invasion, we had actually um, uh, made a statement in the Security Council um, urging dialogue and uh, peaceful resolution of any uh, uh, concerns that Russia might have. And we were one of uh, uh, 10 uh, member, members of the council that voted for an open debate. And the idea was to ensure that since Russia had assured the international community that they did not intend to attack uh, Ukraine, that the massing of their troops at the borders of Ukraine was for an internal exercise only, and that all the uh, uh, forecast, the intelligence forecast of the West was hysteria. Um, we thought that, okay, let's have an open debate in the council so that we can get the assurances. And again, Russia gave an assurance that they were not planning to attack Ukraine. Um, and so that was the first uh, statement we made. That was before uh, the invasion. And then when Russia um, recognized the independence of the two um, so-called breakaway uh, republics or regions, um, Luhansk and Donetsk, 
we also uh, made a statement condemning it uh, because it was an infringement of the charter and international law. And we've been very principled. Um, Ghana has stood for respect for the charter. The charter is the insurance policy for uh, for small states like us. Uh, that is what guarantees our territorial integrity, our political independence, the sovereign equality of uh, member states of the United Nations. So, um, and the thing is, if we allow the credibility and the effectiveness of the UN to be uh, challenged, if we allowed violations of international law, um, it would have consequences uh, beyond what we're saying. And, and so when the, um, we, we, we had the chance uh, a few days ago um, to, to speak on a, a resolution and to vote on a resolution to condemn Russia, uh, we again uh, were um, one of, um, I believe, uh, uh, 11 countries that voted um, uh, uh, for the resolution. Of course, Russia vetoed it, and I believe um, uh, three countries abstained. But um, And then we supported moving it to the General Assembly, where the emergency special session still continues, and we expect that you know the majority of member states uh, would vote for the resolution uh, condemning Russia. This is all part of an effort to put pressure on Russia, but also to assert and reaffirm the principles and values of the Charter and, and our adherence to it. Um, we have an obligation as uh, a member state and also a member of the Security Council, which is uh, endowed with the, the mandate to ensure the maintenance of international peace and security. Um, to, to stand up uh, for the sovereign rights of uh, uh, Ukraine. And, and we've appealed again to Russia, which is a friendly uh, country uh, to Ghana. Uh, we've appealed to them to, to end the war and withdraw. Now, you will notice that Russia has uh, been uh, bombing uh, 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 in a way that uh, affects civilian uh, targets, and, and a number of um, uh, civilians have died, including children. And, and this is against uh, humanitarian law. And Ghana stands for oh. um, full respect right. for the obligations of each member state of the UN. I see. Some people think that the conflict will take more than UN resolutions and statements to solve. We understand there's conversation ongoing between the two sides. Some people even feel that with the Ukrainians appealing for arms from the EU, the, the, the conflict might drag. What is your reading of the end game for this? What do you think the most important thing is to lead for this conflict to end quickly? Right. Okay. I'm not going to, uh, to, 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 to speak um, directly on, 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 on what governments... Um, assessment of the issue is because you know the public um, uh, information and, and analysis of, 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 of what is going on. And just from that uh, uh, perspective, I would say that um, 
the only person who can determine how this war ends is the president of the Russian Federation. I, all the, uh, the talks that are going on um, uh, will not lead to uh, a resolution within international law unless uh, uh, the, the, the leadership of Russia achieves the objectives. And, and, and that is at least from the public uh, statements of uh, the Russian president. So um, I'm afraid that, uh, and as you, you saw yesterday, uh, Russia has escalated um, its attacks on the cities of, uh, of Ukraine. Uh, this does not appear like uh, a country that is uh, uh, deciding to give diplomacy a chance. Uh, and I think that from, um, from uh, experience, uh, and from experience, it appears that uh, Russia is determined to achieve her objectives in Ukraine. The problem is that we do not know what those objectives are. Um, because um, I had uh, an interview uh, which was uh, given by the Russian permanent rep representative in New York, who is a very good friend of mine, and he uh, he repeated that you know Russia was in uh, Ukraine to end genocide in the in, in Luhansk and, and Donetsk, and also to denazify. Uh, Ukraine, and um, also to demilitarize that country. Now, uh, you, you, you would ask yourself, what does denazification mean? How do you denazify a country? Um, and, and when he was, he was uh, reminded that the president of Ukraine is Jewish, and so it doesn't, it doesn't uh, square up, he said, well, um, the president is weak. I don't think it's the responsibility of any state to determine if a democratically elected leader, uh, and I believe that the president of Ukraine won over 70% of the vote, you know, and um, it, it is not up to any state to determine who should be the leaders of a country that have been democratically elected. And, and that's the problem we have. Right. We don't know what the end game is for Russia. And Russia... Um, uh, of course, has overwhelming force compared to Ukraine. And since uh, no country wants um, to, you know, move towards a possible nuclear showdown, um, countries are only going to continue uh, assisting Ukraine uh, in terms of uh, arming them and also providing mm. uh, humanitarian assistance. Okay. And also putting pressure on, on Russia with sanctions and, and others. Now, the, the role of the UN in, in exposing uh, what is going on and in, 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 in the votes and in the statements is part of that pressure campaign. And it's very helpful uh, if you're dealing with a, a rational situation. Uh, well, All right. I can't tell whether that mm. uh, would work in this case. But um, obviously, um, the cost of the war uh, would influence the calculations of um, the main protagonist.
Fair enough. We'll leave that now for here for now. Thank you, Ambassador Kwabnao Seidankwa. He's an ambassador at large and special advisor to the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration with some insights. Rain and also in the country, buses have been able to get Ghanaians out, particularly in from the northeastern part of uh, Ukraine, Sony. And we've been in time. It's five minutes past eight. It's time for tech and social media trends. Brought to you by Carl Bank. Their world is run by women. Carl Bank's Women Banking helps you a woman to do this at Carl Bank we're committed to building a world where women thrive uh, where women run businesses grow we do this because we believe in the power of women now if you're a woman in business then talk to Carl Bank today our Carl Bank Women Banking will help you we will give you the empowerment to achieve your financial and business goals will help you scale up your businesses Contact us at wbu at carbank.net or chat with us online on any of our social media handles. Carbank Forward Together. And the segment is brought to us by Vodafone as well. From 1st October, all SIM cards in Ghana must register with a Ghana card only. To register, dial star 404 hash for the prompts. Please note you'll be required to present your Ghana card pin, your surname, your first name, your date of birth, and your gender. You can SMS send to 655 on Vodafone get more information about this this is sponsored by vodafone daniel cranting is here daniel sorry i took your time with that interview what is trending this morning uh, good morning bernard uh, nato is trending alongside uh, ukraine um, yeah. yesterday the first batch of Ghanaian students they arrived um, back into the country there are 17 of them mm. uh, the foreign ministry has confirmed that over 500 students have fled ukraine they can fly home if they wish um, we expect the second batch or mm-hmm. uh, the next batches to arrive in the coming days and mm. um, the eight is also trending alongside fuel uh, fuel prices have crossed the eight ghana city per liter mark so they, they've broken the eight long time two weeks ago. Hmm. two weeks serious just like that um joe narung on uh, facebook he says let's pray for ghana this hardship is more than anything kwabna frank he says at this rate uh, we'll cross 10 ghana cities by june um, the speaker of parliament is also in the trends uh, Albang Bagbin, he says he cannot be neutral in hmm. every issue that comes on the floor of parliament and says he has an interest but also stressed uh, that he has to be and will be impartial when performing his duties as speaker mm. uh, flame elom on facebook he says mr speaker what you said is for the mature minds and not babies with sharp teeth so they can't be neutral which is very true this is not about ndc um also in the trends is a down flat um it's a song um later song by a Ghanaian artist kelvin boy mm. it has peaked on number 10 on the billboard world digital song sales e- chart um, yeah, so he's doing very well. Charlie, some of our guys they deliver. Oh, they deliver. They, they deliver. Yeah, they it's deliver. gone um, over nine hundred thousand streams on on uh, wow. YouTube. Wow. Just about uh, four or five days. Wow. Um, now this is this thing was trending on Facebook because of Traffic Avenue. Now, mm-hmm. um, but now you listen to this and tell me your answer. Mm-hmm. So a child steals and is imprisoned. Mm-hmm. His father is asked for eight eighty thousand Ghana cedis to free his son. Mm-hmm. The father sells all his cows to pay the money. Mm-hmm. On the way back home, his father tells his child, mm-hmm. and the father tells the child, may I never see you steal again, otherwise I will never get you released. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, look, because, because of you, we've become poor again. Mm-hmm. Then the child tells the father that, oh, daddy, don't cry. Mm-hmm. The money you paid is with me. I stole it from the desk driver before he would go out. <laughs> now, if you were a father, <laughs> if you were the father, will you punish the child? Will you take him back to jail? Will you congratulate him or will you return the money? Charlie? I'll flee to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> because it means that 
Charlie, Charlie is incorrigible. He said he stole to save me after me. Charlie, Lord, this is crazy. I'm sure he's getting a lot of comments. Thank you, Daniel. That was taking social media trend. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Guy, how's business? These days, we don't just drive around without a plan. You've got to work smart. You're still hopping from one app to another. I stay fluid. Yeah, there. Problem? Yeah, because only drivers using Uber are paying 5% less service fee. Eh? 5% less? No way. Ha! Uber reduced the service fees to 20% from 25%. I just cruise and end because Uber's got me covered. Choose Uber and do better. Register to drive with Uber, the world's leading ride-hailing service. Now with a reduced service rate of 20% instead of 25%. Earn 5% more Today. Sign up now. One expert. One Place a bet. Search on the web or download the app. Yes, it's that easy. Go to onexpert.com.gh. Get betting and stand a chance to win. Use the promo code 233GH to get a 200% bonus up to 1,600 Ghana CD. One expert is simply betting in your pocket. Gambling can be addictive. Bet responsibly. Not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. It's a good day to meet every challenge. It's a good day to want more out of life. It's a good day to wish for it, work for it, go get it. Familiar taste, a delicious indulgent with a flavor you just can't hide. Refreshing energy, gives so much for so little. For a strong performance, you've come to the right place. Good day energy drink. Why wait a minute to enjoy a good day when every second counts? Good day energy drink keeps you going. Excessive drinking can be detrimental to your health. Not recommended for persons under 18 years, lactating mothers, pregnant women, and people sensitive to caffeine. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
It's a quarter past eight, City Breakfast Show. Uh, coming up next, I'll be speaking to Professor Adams Bodomo, a great guy, an amazing intellect who's done many things. You can call him a polymath. But your living room deserves class, warmth, and sophisticated living where friends and family must enjoy the ambience. This is why Ashram Products produce the best quality and affordable sofas and couches to fit in every corner and space in your house. Visit our newest showroom at the Atomic Mall and delight yourself with Ashfoam exquisite living room furniture. Is it a Chesterfield or Nana? Or is it Jinyami Sankofa or Hima Edinkra or Abain? Or is the L-shaped MFA, the MFA Deluxe or the Akuma or Obrimpon that you're looking for? Remember, creating your own retreat is dignified by your personal style. Therefore, you should choose right. Call Ashfoam on 0242-177612. That's 0242 Or visit our new showroom at the Atomic Junction Mall. Or any of your showrooms or our showrooms at all malls in Ghana. You buy at factory price. Ash foam, feel it, know it. And you know they make these things in Ghana, don't you, Kojo? I know you have you have your headaches with capping test. <laughs> so, Charlie, Kojo fired a capping test yesterday. Oh! On your project, he was managing. Charlie, he's, 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 when, when government is looking to employ people, he's sacking people. <laughs> Yes, he sang the carpenter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's Ash Foam for you. <laughs> Charlie, Professor, he sacked a carpenter. But well, why should he not? Oh, he did. Uh, the guy came to. He's <laughs> not saying what the carpenter does. So when no, he comes to take money, he, he, he has rendered. He has rendered the carpenter unemployed. It's true. He sacked him yesterday. He's sacking him. He's been paid for months. In the face of COVID 19. In the face of <laughs> CD currency crisis, you sack somebody. If we sack people more in the I know what he did. He also know. sees the guy's tools. <laughs> in the tools, no, who do they belong to? He actually went to report the guy to the police. Yeah, the guy, they take him money, they run. Yeah. But Ghanaian carpenters don't do that. You see, we are trying to promote Ghana business. Yes, there are something that might say, see, if this thing, if this way the capital is treating Kojo is anything to go by, if somebody wants to do a major project, we are not endorsing buying furniture from China. But if you carpenter come and collect money from Kojoda, you are doing something for him. Then for two weeks, you put your phone off. Why will he give you a parliament job to do? You understand me? If he wants to put together a consensus of five carpenters to supply furniture for the new parliament building, and you are behaving like this, why won't they go and buy from somewhere else? So please, Ghanaian carpenters, Munjai, sir. Munjai, rough. Now, your self-line bundle can keep you for a year. Oh yes, it's called a one-year bundle, gives you high-speed data all year round. You can relax knowing you only load once and you have data all year round. You also enjoy 12 months data connection for every 11 months purchase with a device backup and a dedicated VIP manager to assist in all your needs. Join the few already enjoying the luxury of that awesome Selfline one-year bundle. Visit selflinegh.com or any Selfline shop near you or dial star 718 star 77 hash to sign up today. And if you've not tried a new Nutri-Day yogurt yet, you're missing out big time. It's Ghana's newest delicious and nutritious yogurt from Farm Milk. Enjoy the good nutrition and a great taste of Nutri-Day yogurt with zinc. We have vitamin A, B6, B12 and zinc. Get it from your nearest fuel station, supermarket or neighborhood stop. Quick pop quiz. 
what what give me one food that has a vitamin b6 quick nsm you don't google it could you read science b6 are you asking us or you're asking listeners i'm asking you why right. when you ask the music you ask listeners. no today i'm asking, asking you b6 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 don't know what guess the, the brain is somewhere today b plus no, no no i want food not milk food what you said milk has that's well, I don't even know the But why do they have to this B6, B12? Why do they give it a different name? Why do you have to call it B something? Science. Banana. B, it has B6. I have banana. What about B12? I don't know. But I should have told us you do this pop quiz yesterday so that we prepare for it. It's called pop. But how do you, how do you <laughs> learn? How do you learn? You know my challenge with this, all these things. What's the difference between B6 and B12? They, they are different. Um, they're, they are different. <laughs> Why are you frustrated this morning? Because from JSS, I've not been able to figure it out. <laughs> look, look, look at it this way. Mm-hmm. An engine is an engine, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a V6, there's a V12, there's a V8. So there are types of so, V6. So there are types of V6 with different, probably, micronutrients or micro functions. But they are all in the same family. But that's why they are Bs. So how many B do, B1? Is, do you have a time B1, B2? Oh, I don't know. You don't do nutrition. Ah. Ah, but you do science for. But uh, I'm not a Me and Gopher, we are our students. But you are science, you should know. So you are. Eh, hey, you are. So, so I should ask you as an economist. Oh, yeah, ask me. <laughs> <laughs> you decide. You do NSMQ. He was in his science club. Me, I there are 176 questions for. <laughs> yes. Answer two. I don't even remember the question. Sorry, but on a more serious note, but... Eh? The 176... Answer Do you know that a lot of those questions are actually still relevant today? In fact, the, the list would have reached like 250. The questions. Yeah, if we if we follow the trajectory of the power questions that he asked, we should be at two fifty by now. Almost three hundred. And, and based on the fact that we know that when examiners ask you a question, they have the answers. Yes. Baumia should be able to provide the at answers. At least one seventy six. Using the same slides. I'm telling you. He used to give us the economic. I I I, 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 I it's, it's a serious situation. He's busy. No, I've been saying he has to, he has to come. You know when I interviewed his um, chief of staff. Okay, Simbley. He didn't answer the question as yeah, to when yeah. he will speak on the economy. Yesterday, he said something at the, um, what's the name of this event? The, the labor conference. And, and I feel he needs to come and give us an interview. He needs to, he, need, he, has, he has to answer questions. Beyond an he, interview. He, he, no, he needs he, two things. Either, either, he, needs, I don't, he doesn't need to do a lecture, but he definitely needs to answer questions. On the exchange rate. Because you see, the exchange rate was one of the major. Uh, 2014, I remember like yesterday very clearly. He did a whole presentation and he says, when the fundamentals the are weak, the exchange rate will expose you. And he, he drummed that home so nicely. Initially, when the exchange rate started falling in the previous government, I mean, it's the first term, he said, oh, that's not, that doesn't mean that when the. It's, it's, it's some, some slate of hand, B. But this particular one, he has to come. He has to he has considering the fact he that has to come. before he yeah. said that he has to come. and when they came into office yeah. fuel prices 3.66 in December 2016 Seriously. and 3.9 in January so 2016 it means that by end of if Dankanama is to be believed by end of April he would have probably multiplied by a factor of 3 yes because if it was 3.6 when you took over and it's getting to 9 it's almost a factor and, of 2.5 and, and, and some people may argue that oh um, because of global 
issues, COVID-19, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But others will also say that you identified the weakness in the economy. Exactly. You've had four years Charlie. to fix those weaknesses mm -hmm. and give the economy some strength and mm -hmm. some rigidity so mm -hmm. that they can withstand some of these things. There's no excuse. So where are the fundamentals? Listen to this group. A group called the Traders Advocacy Group Ghana says consumers should prepare for major increases in the prices of goods on the market in the coming days. Oh. Like, this is crazy. You know, transport fares have gone up. Fuel prices have gone up. Suez Canal matter. Mm -hmm. OPEC plus. Now look at what they are saying. The group says the depletion of the CD against the dollar coupled with recent increase in duties mm -hmm. at the ports have further worsened their plights. After months of agitation and weeks of consultation with stakeholders in the trading community on the benchmark value, the government recently announced a 30% discount for all goods and 10% for all vehicles. Now, Speaking at a press conference yesterday, the treasurer of the Traders Advocacy Group, Irene Odum, said, As the trading public continues to grapple with these challenges and the lingering impact of the pandemic, they have no other option than to increase their prices. Guys, inflation is at a three-year high already, 13.9, driven initially by food, but now by transport, fuel, rent. Tag is threatening that prices are going to get worse. Listen to the treasurer of the group. This dollar thing, I, I, I created a scenario not long ago that we had a meeting and one of our sisters in Abusokai imported some batteries. The duty she paid in December was about 74000 When she imported again in January, she had to pay... 115,000. My brother, check the difference. Just on the dollar that was given. So if the dollar is being increased, the difference on the capital alone is huge. Now the import duty is also going with the benchmark at 80%. It's also going to go up. At the end of the day, you have to increase the goods to make up all those monies that you've paid so that you can import again. If not, then you if, if, you, if you say you're not going to increase, how will you get money to import again? So we definitely have to increase the goods so that we can import. So that was the treasure of the Traders Advocacy Group, Irene Odum. Charlie, go for it. You know what worries me? What? It looks like traders, they are unforgiving. Remember Guta? Initially, the benchmark thing was announced that they reversed it. No, they said we raise prices. Raise prices, yeah. Now that government has said, okay, we are reducing the thing from fifty to thirty, mm -hmm. and then from twenty to thirty to ten. They don't see. I say still we are going to we increase price. Fuel price has gone. We increase. Dollar depreciate. We increase. So they are just passing on. Yeah. What else Which is mean? why the point about production and agriculture for me is key because an economy like ours can only compete when it can produce its own food. Mm -hmm. If you don't produce your own food, you don't stand a chance in this new global order. If something as basic as food, you can't be self-sufficient in it. You can't add, like, what chance do you have manufacturing phones? Mm -hmm. Or cars? So I, I think all our efforts should be on the agri. And the agri too, I'm not sure where it's going. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, I don't know. But I think I need to reiterate. I think the vice president really, really, really needs to needs to address issues because you see. Question number twelve. 
on that the is government yes. is accumulating arrears in payments to contractors and other service providers uh-huh. that was the question number 12 so let's well, let's you, complete the question i i, I am saying about that it? all the 177 questions that he you asked come and answer it himself. they are more than relevant today and the list has even grown i'm telling you the list has grown so we are waiting for his lecture or round table won't he has to won't he doesn't have a choice has been avoiding the economy he, he cannot three years. He doesn't have a choice. you know there are certain things you can't it's like they said when i was in legon there was a, a campaign and one guy said the blow that is yours <laughs> the, the, I think something to the thing that if you don't take it now, yes, so trouble. Yes, but so trouble is when any hand hand is so. Let let me guess the two of you. Uh-huh. You are saying that the slap that is his, he should take it first. Yes. But what Godfrey is saying is that some slaps will make you dizzy, <laughs> so maybe he won't take it. No, but you, you know he he cannot hide. It it is not possible. You see, he, 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 I'm saying that there are certain, like, you know, in our job, there are certain things that emerge that you, you have to address. Yes. In, in your work as even a journalist, not, not, not much less a politician. There are certain issues that come up that you have to take a position. Yes. And I'm saying that he, there's no hiding. He has to come and speak to the issues. But, but, but because all that he made us believe and all the things he said are coming to haunt him in the face. And, and so it is not a personal agenda for credibility's sake. He has to come and address but it. But that is the word I, I, I wanted to you come. to he, hit he on. He cannot hide. Because. He cannot hide. Because what is, again, because of what we, what is has been clear for the past mm-hmm. three years, is he has run away. Yeah, so he has to come and say from two things. those questions. Either say, I'm going to or this is not, you see, don't forget, you can, you can also come and say, Charlie, this is what I thought, but this is not what it actually is. Yes. You can say, I had some assumptions about the economy, but I didn't know that it was this tough. But you can't just keep quiet. But he has. But he cannot continue. He has. Well, he, 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 well, he can't. No, you see, because it is quite clear. We cannot allow, okay, let me change it. He, he, we cannot allow his silence to continue. He's allowing it to continue we because have, perhaps he has no answers. Well, he has to find them. He has to. But it's not but, but, silent. But, but, but then how do you how, how do you then describe the 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 the, the job migration? Face the people. No, that's what, see, that's what, don't forget Mr. Tuba said something. He said, Ghanaians are not stupid. Face the people squarely. Sometimes when you are wrong, come out and tell people that you know what? This is what we how we assess the economy. But when we came into office, we realized that this is what actually is there. And therefore, we call back this or that or the other. Do you understand? If you want people to support you and vote for your policies, you have to be upfront with them. But keeping quiet and pretending that we don't know that you said all the things you said, it's not going to fly. So I am saying that it will, I, no, it won't happen. He has to. He has to address the issue. He, he spoke yesterday. No, he didn't. He, he just made a statement. He said we will repair the economy. No, that's not what we want. That one is. That one is. We are fixing the economy through the digital agenda. No, 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 no. Yesterday he just said he just made a comment at the end of the labor conference that the economy they are. So are you discounting the digital agenda? No, no, no. But he's been hiding behind the digital agenda for three years. So come out. Gojo, he has to come out. No, no. The clarity with which he spoke prior to the election. It is not the clarity with which he he went on the economy. 
and the economy is still the main issue. We are formalizing the economy to be able to get more taxes, come more revenue come, for this. Come, 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 come and explain it. Come and explain it. Come and explain it. There's nowhere to hide. 8.30. 8.30. Let's do your money. I need a personal financial advice. Because having been as broke... Robert. Charlie, don't be you, bro. You know? Charlie, don't be you. Like... I mean, sometimes, 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 I take my wallet. You know, my tip. How much money did I put here? Where is the money? Are you spent it? I spent it where? What's going on? You know, my tip, my tip, my tip yesterday on you don't you you learn how to save money best when you're running out of money. Two weeks ago, Charlie Adoski, I managed hundred CDs. It's a magical way. Okay. Last week, my son said, I, I should, I should bring milk home. I said, ah, buy you the milk in there. Why do you do that? I said, you go for it. Why did the milk get finished? What is happening here? Are you poor? What is happening here? What are you using the milk for? Do you use it to bath? When the other parent is angry, we are we are working angry. When I receive some tests, I look at the test, I just say, <laughs> so today, so I need personal financial advice for myself this your money is for me okay let me tell, let, let me give you one because don't give you one so let me say this how many this today this i've been quoting rich people <laughs> robert allen says how many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts i, I can't I'm, none <laughs> yes so you have to find a useful way of investing your money to put so let's do let's do let's do let's do your money your money is, is next it's very important that we do your <laughs> so what's your what, what's your advice to me? my sermon today goes to employers mm-hmm. and agencies tax to manage movement of people uh-huh. when COVID came a lot of people were working from home uh-huh. So it saved them the stress of dealing with two hours and three hours of traffic. It also saved them the stress of buying the very expensive fuel we have now. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look around, a lot of institutions are recalling their staff to come back to work. Mm-hmm. Just when fuel prices are going up. Mm-hmm. I think that employers should sit down and reassess what work means. And if we can reorganize how we work, mm-hmm. it's going to help save a lot of people from commuting to work mm-hmm. and the cost that they have to bear in commuting to work. That's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. the police service, Ministry of Transport, and every other relevant agency must get together now to fix the travel the, the traffic bottlenecks in the city. Because when I when I'm tra- driving to your money, wait, <laughs> take your thing your no, no, it's uh, wait. Um, this is this is. Enabling us to save based on wait 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 wait. Yesterday I was going to to the house around 10 p.m. Advise me about my <clears throat> wait wait. It's going to help you. I was watching my fuel. I didn't drop. But when I'm coming to work, sometimes it drops by one or two bars because of traffic. So I'm spending money. So all I'm saying is that I can advise you all I want, but if the institutions are also not working to reduce the pressures and the things that reduce your money. You'll be spending more. You understand? <laughs> so, <laughs> police service, <laughs> the various institutions, and then employers. Where <laughs> 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 from? 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. So it's 835 now. The quote is this A blow which is inevitably yours earlier received will save you from further torrential hostilities. This was sent by one of my listeners. Thank you. This earlier encountered extricates you. A blow inevitably yours earlier received extricates you from further torrential hostilities. hostilities. Thank you very much, Elaine, for that one. I want to read the English long like that. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's let's talk to Professor Adams uh, Bodomo on show this morning this is still the city breakfast show by the way the vitamin b12 the food is liver yeah. liver <laughs> that the answer was supplied by canizaro he's a pharmacist he says bernard liver is rich in these vitamins good morning to the team so that's a uh, pharmacist samuel Cordonco, president elect of the pharmaceutical Society of Ghana clearly Kanizar. 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 He has the answer. campaign was run on the city <laughs> <laughs> So it's vitamin B, uh, B liver. liver. You mean brebo. Yes, liver is rich yes. in vitamin B. As we prepare for the back to the village bazaar, no? Yes. You know when you do when you prepare light soup, uh-huh. you can boil the brebo and mash it into the light soup. Mm. And it makes it mojadro. Ask any pharmacist. <laughs> Yes, it makes it mojadro, black tonic, light soup with mashed brebo liver. It is mojadro. Ask them. I know. So light soup with mashed what? Mashed liver. Mojadro streets. Kojo, before you go, I want you to listen to some of the the, the publications of my guest just mm-hmm. for the past three years. In 2019, one of his works is, was titled, Is China Colonizing Africa in Global Economic Governance and Human Development? Same year, uh, in the grammar of verbs and their arguments, a cross-linguistic perspective, published in 2019. Then he also wrote a book called A Dagaris Pandora Box, the syntax of verb serialization in an oral literature context. Charlie, could you let him be serious? Another one, the globalization of foreign investment in Africa. This sounds like Godfrey. The globalization of foreign investment in Africa. All right. In, in comes the dragon. Charlie, the team is here also. This is Paul Griff Macmillan. The globalization of foreign investment in Africa. In comes the dragon. You know, when you're a friend of Nana Redamwa, uh-huh. you never miss anything, Prof. Adams Bodomo. Oh, so you've been following his things. Eh? We're actually friends on Facebook. Really? Yes. What's your name? <laughs> he, he has a very funny name, so you know. Oh, so yes, friend on Facebook. 
I'm reading more. Let me read more. Um, Africa-China-Europe relations, conditions and conditionalities, General of International Studies. How Africans migrate, how African migrants in China cope with barriers to health care. This is Goffred. You were in China a few yeah. years ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is Kojo. No, this is Ch- Goffred is the one who... You were at one of the book launches of Nanare. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Well. It's it like Olympia's place, Jamrock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ah, you know him? Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Amazing stuff. So my guest is Professor Adams Bodomo, who's a, a globally recognized academic, has multiple interests, speaks many, many... How many languages do you speak? Well, <laughs> maybe... Five or six, five, but I mean, speak, understand, maybe I should say. How, how many languages do you understand? <laughs> yeah, about five or six. About five. So, yeah. I, you obviously understand English, yes, Dagari, Dagari. um, a little bit of chui, <laughs> a little bit of chui. <laughs> do, you then, un- do you understand Hausa? Li- no, not, not so much. Yeah, no, no. I hear you, you understand Chinese, yes, I understand some Chinese, some Chinese, yeah. and I understand French, I understand German, you some understand German. French, yeah, I speak French actually, speak I understand French. some German. And some Norwegian, I use Norwegian to write my exams. You use, you wrote an exam in Norwegian? Norwegian, yeah. <laughs> Many years ago. And you understand German? A little, because Vienna, I mean, Austria is, is a German-speaking city. So I understand a little bit of German. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you are you are a linguist? Yes. By the way, linguists are not you're always multilingual. Linguists are mm. scientists of language. So Chomsky, oh, oh, Chomsky is one of the best linguists in the yeah. world. He's one, greatest, one of the greatest minds in the world. Exactly. He doesn't speak that many languages. Maybe one or two. What, what is it about linguistics that fascinates you? It fascinates me. It, it, it's a window to mm. how the mind works. Mm. So when somebody speaks a language, through that language, mm. you can use it to understand how, how the person thinks, how they work, I mean, how his mind works and so on. So his mm. or her mind mm. works and so on. So it's a window to understanding human beings, to understanding what they, mm. what they want to say and so on and so forth. So, so it's, it's a science of language. It's a science of language. So you can get to a people's culture through their language. Exactly. I see. So, yeah, it, it's really a vehicle through which you to express somebody's culture, mm. somebody's inner feelings, mm. you know, to express the environment around the person, mm. you know, so and so forth. So you are described as one of the world's leading scholars in African linguistics. So obviously linguistics is your, your, your cup of tea. <laughs> and uh, But the other thing which fascinates me about you is that I understand you are the first black faculty member of the University of Vienna. Am I capturing this right? Which is... It, I mean, it, it took over 650 years for this to happen. Is this uh, correct? Well, yeah, you know, the, 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 the German-speaking system, the university system is a little bit different from here mm-hmm. at the university, I mean, in the African universities or even mm-hmm. universities worldwide. They insist so much on what is called chair professorships. Chair professorships, yeah. okay. Yeah, a lot of the, they, talk, they, they talk too much about departments. Mm. But in the German-speaking world, the unit, the most important unit, one of the most important units of the university is what's called a chair professorship. Mm-hmm. And that's the ultimate, that's the highest academic, mm-hmm. not the, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about administrative, mm-hmm. where you have rectors and vice chancellor, but that's the highest academic position mm-hmm. somebody can, can get. So I was lucky to, to land this position. Actually, I didn't even know that I was the first black person. Mm-hmm. When I arrived there, that, you know, African, African journalists, I'm like, I'm in diaspora, mm-hmm. I mean, Africans who are living in Vienna. Mm-hmm. People of African origins, mm-hmm. they were excited about it and decided to talk about it. And they got so you didn't even know. I didn't even know. <laughs> and I once, but you know, so I once the euphoria died down. Mm. I set to work. I mean, it wasn't wow. the most important thing was not to be the first, but to do something. 
you know, to to to. But it is a very significant. Maybe you want to downplay, it, but it's a very significant <laughs> achievement. You, and to you. think that you actually studied in Ghana for both your first and second degrees yes. before you traveled. Yes, so you studied at Legon. Yes, sir. This is our same Legon. Yes, our same Legon. Like you and me. <laughs> I heard you say you were at Legon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I see. What hall were you in? Pardon me. What hall were you in? in oh, I was a farmer. I'm a farmer. Oh, Equafo. Yeah, I'm a farmer. For both undergrad and postgrad. For both undergrad and postgrad. <laughs> When, did, farmer, when did you enter Legon? <laughs> when did you enter? In Legon? 1980. You entered Legon in 1980. Were you born then? <laughs> I was born in 1981. Ah, you see. <laughs> you entered Legon the year before I was born. <laughs> of course. Are you kidding me? I'm a veteran. <laughs> but you don't look that old. Yeah, you see. <laughs> now you see. It. Now you know it. <laughs> you, you en- so you entered Legon 42 years ago. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay. To so study linguistics. Study linguistics and Swahili and French. Oh, linguistics, yeah. Swahili and French. Swahili and French. So, but I, the first, after my first year, I dropped, usually you drop one of the subjects. Mm-hmm. So I dropped and, and went, I went on with French and, and, and linguistics. So what, what, where were you educated before you entered Legon? I was educated at Nandam Secondary School. Oh, Nandam. One of the best secondary schools in Ghana. I'm told. Yes. <laughs> so you are, you are from, are you from Nandam or Laura? I'm from Jirapa. Jirapa. You are from Jirapa? Jirapa Municipality. I see. Yeah. Where actually we have one of the best safari places. What's it, it called? It's a, it's a safari. It's called the Jirapa Dubai Safari. Jirapa. <laughs> <laughs> really? I just recently. I was surprised to see lions Jirapa. and, mm. you know, zebras. and I was, I was just surprised. Wow. If, if somebody just invested in the place. Mm. And even Eliza Olympio was there. Oh, is it? Yeah, she's been she's been uh, posting this on her Facebook. So I encourage every Ghanaian to go How there, was the drive from what to Jirapa? Ah. Another thing, for, for the first time, I didn't have to drive. I just jumped on a plane Okay. from uh, Kodokan International Airport all the way to Wa. Wa-, Wa- so when you go to Wa, then you drove? Yeah, I drove, yeah. How was the road? It was great. It was great. The road was yeah, good? It's much, it's much, I mean, it's very good. It's, mm. yeah. it's been there. It's been good. It's been, it's been tired for a long time now. So Jirapa is... Is, um, is, is, is that where... Um, how far is Jirapa from Golu? From Golu? Um, it depends on which Golu I talk about. Golu is in the... I think it's the Salah. Oh, because Golu is far. Yeah. How far? Okay. Yeah. So, so I just want a bit of the geography yeah. of of the uh, Upper West Region. Yeah. So. So you have, to why is it? Why is the capital? Is the capital. Mm-hmm. And so why is almost at the southern tip? I mean, yes. of the Omni. And then from why you just have all the other cities. You have Nadoli, for example, mm-hmm. where Alban Babuin comes. Nadoli is before Wa. No, after Wa. After Wa. On the way, on your way up north. On the way up, so, it's Nadoli, so you have after Nadoli. You have Kaleo actually. Mm-hmm. Kaleo then Nadoli, mm-hmm. then Jirapa. Jirapa. And then you can uh, bring onto Laura. So when you turn left, you are going to Laura. To Laura. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you go straight, you go to Nandom. Nandom. And then Hamile. Hamile. And then east, you have Tumu. Okay. And, and you know, and Lambuse, Golu, Belu, where, where Hilalima comes from. Mm. You go up there. And so on. So, so that's, that's the So geography. you are from Nandom. And from Jirapa. And from Jirapa. Yeah. But I studied at Nandom Secondary School. I, studied, I was there for seven years. So I heard a lot of good people come from that place. A lot yeah, of intellectuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nandam, Europe and Nandam, all those kind of places. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They, they, what, 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 what is the reason for that? Because it's, it's not such a huge place. Well, but a, a lot of intellectuals come from that corner. Place. There's something. I, I mean, one of the things you know, I, I, I the, the missionary. You know, one of the careers of um, of education. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, formal education mm-hmm. from I mean, or European education were the missionaries. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the earliest places the missionaries came to Ghana in Ghana was actually Jirapa. Mm-hmm. Not and they didn't come from down south. They came from Burkina Faso, mm-hmm. and they came into so that enclave. 
produce a little, I mean, they, we started early, there were schools there earlier than mm -hmm. in many parts of, of, of Northern Ghana, and even in many parts of Southern Ghana. Mm. So a lot of people went to school, and through that, they were able to, you know, to go to places. Because I've interviewed a lot of them, mm. and it's uh, so basically your, your, your quest for education, your knowledge, your, your worldview was shaped in that area before you even came to Lagos. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, I never had been to Accra. Until, until you I came to qualified Lagos. to come to Accra. In 1980? In 1980. So you did from one to upper in? In, in Nandam Secondary School. Amazing. I only used to come down a little bit to my uncle who was working in the Obuasi mines. Wow. I mean, I know. But I never had been to the capital until I was coming. And to you school. did eno well enough to do a second degree as well. As well. Well, after, after the first degree, I, got, uh, I was employed as a teaching assistant See. at the University of Ghana. Wow. And then from there, I did my, my next degree. So a, a Dagari person speaks Dagati. Oh, uh, Dagao, who is it? That's Dagao, Dagao is yeah, the speaks Dagari. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, so the language is called Dagari. The language is called Dagari. And the person from there is called a Dagao. A Dagao. Yeah. So there a Dagao speaks. Some, yeah. Some other, some people say Dagara, but it's about the same thing. So, and in fact, Dagari and Wale is just about Fante, Fante and Chui. Oh, so yeah. Wala people's language is Wale. Wale, but it's which just, is the language people in Wa speak predominantly. They speak Wale. So it's very so a, a, a Wali person can understand. Yeah, yeah. Can you give me an example of words that are related? Even ba, not... ba mm. uh, dog, ba mm -hmm. to grow. You know, it's same thing in Wali and Dagare. Same thing. Yeah. So the languages are mutually uh, intelligible. It's mutually intelligible. Mm. And it's just like I, I'm telling you, it's just like Fanti and Chui. Mm. <laughs> yes, Fanti and Chui. Yeah. So mutual, or maybe even Gan, Dangwe or something. So in fact, they they studied under the same unit. Mm -hmm. at, at the various departments at the university, of, at the universities, yeah. Mm. So, for example, in, uh, in Winneba, you have uh, the Gary department. Mm. You can also study Wale there in that I department. I see. Yeah. Because uh, I'll come back to some of your work that yeah, you, right, you've right. done later on. Yeah. But I'm just fascinated about the school you attended. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the people I've, I've interviewed on this show who come from that place mm. as well, Ben Kumbo. Ben Kumbo, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, was my, he was my schoolmate. Was I, was, school? I was senior to him by one year. Oh, you were? Yeah. So, he was also in Nandom? Nandom Sec. Ben Kumbu was in Namsek, but he's from Laura. He's from Laura. He's from Laura. I'm from Girapa, but we're both in Namsek. What about Ambrose Derry? Ambrose Derry, yes, he was. I think Ambrose Derry. I don't know what he attended Namsek, but he's from Nandam. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what he attended Namsek. I think Nav Navrongo. He had he went, he went to, to Navrongo. Navrongo, yeah. but he's from. He's but he's from Nandam, but he went to Navrongo. Mm. So yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. So you, I'll come back to the language <laughs> issue. Sorry, I'm just all no, over no, the place. No, yes. But let 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 you 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 write. More recently, about China, Africa, Europe, investment, and, and some of these things. Mm. What is your general view about the state of Africa and the world? I'm asking this question because mm. Mm. when I was very young, mm. the world was split between East and West, yeah, right. Cold War. Yeah. These days, it appears to me there's the West, mm. maybe US, there's EU, mm. there's China. Yeah. I'm not too sure where Russia sits in all of this. Right. So, right. I mean, you, you, you seem quite interested in this whole power play over Africa, China's role. What, what are your general thoughts about that? Well, actually, my next work, I mean, um, it's, 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 it's titled, it's going to be titled, it's somewhat going to like, something like Africa and its global relations. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we're living in a very in tectonic, I mean, under, I mean, there are a lot of changes going on. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of changes going on, mm -hmm. uh, up and down. I mean, and so... It's, there are paradigm shifts here and there. Mm -hmm. And Africa, I'm looking at how Africa plays along, how Africa 
uh, places itself in these paradigm shifts. Mm. So African studies no longer is no longer about just the study of Africa for itself. Mm -hmm. African studies. Don't forget that I I am a linguist, but I also do a lot of African studies. And so African linguistics and Africa. Mm -hmm. So Africa play Africa. Um, you know, it's, Africa is also about Africa and how it relates mm. to other parts of the world. So that's my recent research trend. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at what Africa can, how Africa can place itself in this global competition, mm -hmm. for example, between, you know, the West and the East, mm. in between, you know, uh, 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 um, uh, the U.S. and between China. Mm -hmm. You know, and also, I mean, Russia sometimes leans towards China. Mm -hmm. So in all these things, so I'm looking at what are some of the, the, the positions Africa should take for a so-called win-win situation. No. Knowing that the global powers are always seeing Africa as one of the yeah. battlegrounds, exactly. for want of a better word. We should word. no longer be passive. passive. Under colonialism, we were, we were mostly passive. Mm -hmm. And as uh, in the contemporary times, we must be on the driving seat. Mm. That's what I said in one of my papers. Mm. We must make sure that. And we have choices. Mm -hmm. We have choices now. You know, we shouldn't, and we have the resources. Mm. People want to come to us for these resources. Mm -hmm. It is time for us to, to, to increase our agency. It's time for us to increase our agency. It's time for us to say, look, you know, we want to decide things for ourselves. Mm. No longer play along. Do you, do you think there's a, a withdrawal from, maybe, let me, let me rephrase. So when Trump came, he talks about America first. Mm -hmm. We noticed that China's president also seems to have, pulled back from a lot of his international commitments. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the amount of investment African countries were expecting from China sort of dwindled in the past couple of years after mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. So it seems as if global superpowers are becoming more inward-looking. Right. What, what is, is that something we should be concerned about or is an opportunity? How should African countries see this? Um, it's both. I mean, the, the drum, I mean, Trump issued Africa, I mean, uh, I, I mean, US first, that was that issue. But I wouldn't say that China is saying that they will no longer mm -hmm. come out swinging. In, in my latest article, actually, I talk about what is called the V-shaped investment. The V-shaped investment. The V-shaped investment. If you look at, if you look at, uh, in the in the analysis of that paper, I looked at what is called the BRR, the, mm -hmm. the Belt and Road Initiative. Mm -hmm. If when you look at the figures for investment under the Belt and Road Initiative, mm -hmm. before COVID, it was high. Mm. During COVID. Around 2021, 20, I don't know what, it went down. Mm. Actually, now it is rising. It is mm -hmm. rising. So mm -hmm. economists talk about that as V-shaped investment. So I think that it, uh, the COVID pandemic affected almost everything. Mm. And so China was, you know, was recalibrating. And see, but I think that I'm very optimistic that it will come up up there. Mm. And China needs us. Mm. It's not like China is being benevolent. They China need us needs as much us. as we need them. I mean, any country that has a very fast developing, fast uh, growing economy needs what? Resources. But it's, it's fair to Raw say material. that now China is a global superpower now. Obviously. It is. Obviously. In many ways. In many ways. It is. Maybe it, is, it doesn't have the high, it still ha doesn't have, in terms of technology, it probably still hasn't caught up with the U.S. But in terms of the sheer size, mm. in terms of the sheer volume mm. of, uh, of many things, whether in terms of students, there are far more students, far more scholars, mm -hmm. far more scientists in China than America. So oh, example, is it? Far more. They are far more and they're producing. If you look at publications, mm. I mean, they're just churning out publication, patents. Mm. You know, so in terms of the, the, the volume, China is just going up there. Amazing. Yeah. And if uh, they could easily catch up with America in terms of... Uh, High-end technology. Why has China done better than India, though? Because India was pre doing pretty well in technology, yeah. IT. But it seems as if 
if you compare just two large population countries, China has become more influential globally than India. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, um, yeah, they all by the same population, by the way. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, uh, China is, I think, I don't know, I would, I wouldn't say, uh, maybe China, India is still coming. But the Chinese are very persistent. Mm. They're resilient. Mm. They're persistent. When they have a goal, they keep going. And, you know, and the Chinese, don't forget that they don't worry about changes in government too much. They just, it's the same political, yeah. you know, agenda yeah. they have. They just say, look, they say in 20 years time, we're going to get here. No, ma no, no, no matter who's president. No matter who's president. So there's a national, agenda, a national agenda, agenda that they are chasing. And, and they, I mean, so they just determine. Mm. And these are leaders who, what, what I always say is that, these are leaders who have a sense of history, mm. have a sense of legacy. Mm. What is, when you look at our, I mean, yeah, I'm, going, I'm going to leave India and come to Africa. Mm. When you look at our people, our African, mm. what is, I, I don't understand, what is your sense of legacy? Yeah. What do you want to be remembered for? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we should ask. Our, mm. All African leaders should ask this, themselves this question. What do you want to be remembered for? Mm. The Chinese leader wants to be remembered for this and that, that. during mm. my time i pushed the country this far mm. actually some european leaders also yeah. some some american but in africa we have to sit down and ask ourselves this question mm. no if i'm a leader of ghana or of, of togo of or, or of ivory coast or of nigeria what do i want to remember for in the next 10 years that's a big question a lot of people feel one of the challenges with africa is that the continent is divided we are too divided so for example they think au is not effective and even within countries, not, even yeah. within countries. So mm. even forget about even ECOWAS, where you have different agendas. Even mm. within country, mm. there's so much division. I don't know what whether that's a fair reason why we've not developed. In addition to the other reasons. Oh yes, Bernard. You know, that I I, I hope we'll come to my idea of Pan Africanism. The, the thing is, how can disparate politics, mm -hmm. country, I mean, challenge, I mean, like uh, compete? with large economies mm -hmm. like China. The problem with Africa is that we are 55, you know, dysfunctional mini-states. Mm. 55 dysfunctional mini-states. Mini -states. Well, I mean, functioning, in terms of function. Mm. I mean, you might say that Nigeria is a very large place, but is it functional? Mm. It is a large dysfunctional, mm. and I call it, I like, I like such <laughs> mini-states. Mm. Now, the question is, if you want to compete with a, uh, with a polity like India, mm. you want to compete with 1.4 billion which we are also 1.4 billion together. Yeah, together but we are 54 yeah, dysfunctional exactly. polities why don't we just clear out these borders you know let's come together that's that's what i that pan-africanism pan-africanism says that to ensure a a good future for africa we need to unite we need to come together pool our resources together and do something then we can compete how do we start some people feel their mm. division partly is because of colonial legacy. So even in West Africa, yeah. you notice there are a lot of countries who are very Francophone in their behavior oh, and orientation. Yes. Yeah. And then some are Anglophone. Yeah. So is it... So indeed, some people even think that mm. to, to bring this Pan-African thing working, mm. we need to start talking about language. And they theorize that if you look at East <laughs> Africa, because yeah. they yeah. speak Kiswahili yeah, predominantly, right. yeah. they're able to trade among each other better. Mm -hmm as compared to say the west of africa right, right. so that the issue of africa's unity is also an issue of language so yeah. i'm coming back into your area yeah, what's your view on this you're making me come to my my in my, in my inaugural address mm. uh, i was so i mean i was very honored to give this inaugural address what i was saying is that um pan-africanism as i just said mm -hmm. it is a an overarching goal for all of us 
we, I don't I don't know the alternative to Pan-Africanism. Mm. And I then looked at Pan-Africanism from different perspectives. Of course, there's a the political version of it where we try to build a, 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 a an African union that helps mm-hmm. bring us all together. It may not be functional now, but we hope that it can be functional in the future. Mm. At the economic level, we're trying to build or what is called the African Continental Free Trade Organization, uh, which, which has a headquarters here, mm-hmm. the Free Trade uh, Association, or whatever they call it. After. After. Mm-hmm. We have a headquarters here. And so that's the, at that level. And they, they are the, at the linguistic, at the cultural and linguistic level, what I'm trying to say is that um, I said three things. Africans must emphasize their mother tongues, mm. their, their local languages, because education is everywhere show that the best way to learn is to learn in your mother tongue. Mm. It is incontestable. Why are we not doing this? That was the first thing. Second thing was that let's try and develop different regional lingua franca. Mm. Like, you know, Hausa, mm. Ibu, mm. Yoruba, mm. You know, Chui, Eve. I mean, these are, there are some languages that are cut across. Mm-hmm. Let's develop these languages. In addition to mastering yes. their own local yes. dialect. Yes. And my third thing was that, which was, I went swinging, which was that, hey, you know, we have a continental language. We have Swahili. Which has been adopted as the one of the four, you know, um, official languages of the African Union. Is it? Yeah, it is. What are the four official languages of the African Union? Uh, the, the three uh, European languages: English, French, and and uh, and Portuguese. And uh, Swahili. And Swahili. Okay. So Swahili is the only African language that has been recognized as a, an official language of the African Union. It is an official language of the East African Economic Community. It's an official language of the Southern African Economic Community. Wow. So what I'm saying is that all Africans should try and learn Swahili as a lingua franca. I'm not saying that imposed on them hmm. by we government. Try and learn. But just free willingly learn Swahili, or which I call, actually we are Pan-Africans call it Afrihili. 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 Mm. Yeah. So, and, and the concept of Afrihili is to bring in vocabularies from different languages. Mm. So, for example, does Swahili have a lot of uh, vocabulary for fish? If not, we can bring some from Ever, which has a lot of vocabulary for so fish. So then you can integrate it exactly. into a, some sort of African super language. Exactly. So, so that we can learn it. We can teach our children. I'm not talking about now. I'm listening to what you all do it now. But in terms but of how languages future. develop, would this start from the classroom or in the market? Will it not be more trading both, and conversation? Both, both bottom up and top down. Mm. Bottom up in terms of encouraging uh, lingua francas develop in two ways. Mm-hmm. Both bottom up, like you know, people just for example, if you look at Chui, mm-hmm. no government has imposed Chui on Ghanaians. Mm-hmm. But almost every, I mean, in, in the urban centers, yes. Chui has just become our lingua franca. Mm-hmm. I mean, free willingly. <laughs> to, so to Partly say. because of policy for radio. Yeah, yeah. because the, the other reason and, and during the Achampon time they had this I mean, that was a bottom up thing yeah. they had this simple policy they said that every Ghanaian should try and learn I mean of course should try and learn to read and write their own language plus another Ghanaian language or speak their own language plus another mm. Ghanaian language mm. so that simple policy under the Achampon government just say, it, yeah, maybe that also helped. And maybe, as you say, maybe radio broadcast. So I'm torn here. You need to explain. Mm. I listen to people who say some languages are being lost. So, mm. for example, when mm. I talk to my friends who are Ghans, they mm. say mm. they are losing the language because yeah. in Accra, yeah. there's only one Ga speaking station, Obonu FM. Right. There are lots of stations that speak three mm. in Accra. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids in our homes yeah. in Accra right. listen, hear three around them. Mm. So if you are ever or mm. Ga mm. or from any other part of the country, you get concerned that your kids are not even listening to right. their own language in the house. Right. 
right versus the issue of what you're saying about mm. speaking the same language so right. where should we go well you know we, you see the, the point is it doesn't have to be an either or thing mm. Mm. you know we often look at uh, these languages as if you have just learned only one language mm. or that you leave all beside and add all other language behind and learn one language but mm. no mm. what is happening we can have a policy in which in my in my work i talk about a policy of trilingualism trilingualism localized trilingualism mm -hmm. so that every child learns how to read to read and write their language but the way i always insist on reading and writing mm -hmm. but it's not enough to speak so reading and writing is crucial it's not crucial. just speaking not just speaking you know be literate in your language mm. after all i mean Ghanaians, uh many Ghanaians are multilingual already mm -hmm. so i'm not even worried about that but to be literate in your language and mm -hmm. then another uh, Ghanaian language and then maybe swahili mm. and then you're done you know, mm. you're done. Mm. Plus all the other colonial language we're learning. And mm -hmm. you're done. You're a great citizen. You can do well everywhere you go. So so the point about, to, to address the people about, uh, it doesn't mean that if Chui is 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 rising in, in, it's in quite around prevalent. here, it doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that it means the death of other languages. It shouldn't speak, be seen that way. It should be seen that way. I speak my language. I speak my language and I and I also want to learn to speak Chui. I mean, we already speak many languages. Mm -hmm. So, the, the fact that this has happened doesn't mean that using our language. By the way, the concept of loss of languages mm -hmm. is, a, is, a, is something in linguistics that I, I don't think that African languages are dying. You, you disagree know? with that concept, no, I disagree that, that notion? Yeah, that notion. No, it's, it's despondent. Okay. The, the thing here is that African languages are, many of them are actually right. There's a, there's a recognition and there's a recognition by many Africans that they should learn their language. But let me push so this African a bit So for example, I'm, I'm Ever. Yeah. All right. Mm. So I can speak it. Mm. I can write it. Mm. Not as fluently as English. Mm -hmm. Now, it's difficult for my children mm. to learn it as easily as I did. Right. Do you understand? Right, right. So, and a lot of people of my generation feel that mm. their children are not picking up their languages as quickly as they are picking up English. Right. So, when in language, mm. they feel that a generation will emerge mm. who only speak English mm. because English almost becomes their first language. So, right. these are urban people. Right, right. Especially Accra people. Yeah, it's it, happening. No, I, 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 is that I, not what they mean by loss of yeah, language? Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. There are more opportunities to speak English. Mm -hmm. There are more in that kind of sense. Wherever you go, there are more opportunities to speak English. Yes. But that doesn't mean loss of your language. For example, if we, ha if we were to emphasize the um, language policy in school side that every child can, can, can read and write their language, actually, when I was uh, in school, I didn't get a chance to learn Dagari so much. Mm -hmm. Now, Dagari is a subject examinable. I mean, I, I, at school. Yeah. And so there are a lot of people in my area who can, children who can read and write Dagari. Mm. That's an improvement. Mm. And I believe it's happening also in other parts of the world. I mean, every has always been a, a language, a written language for a long time. Mm -hmm. So that's also happening. Mm. So, but in the urban centers, there are, I agree with you that there are cases in which um, there are more opportunities to speak English mm -hmm. and maybe three and less and fewer opportunities to speak the local language. Mm. But that doesn't mean that we should give up. We shouldn't give it up. It doesn't mean we should give up. We should insist on the fact that these languages are spoken at home. Mm. I mean, it's the duty of the parents mm. to insist on these languages. The point I made about Ewa is also true. For example, yeah. I'm told that many Bonos don't speak their dialect, they speak Asante. Mm. So if you, if, you are, if you are born in, in Kumasi and you're a Bono person, yeah, right. you will typically hear people around you speak Asante. Yeah, 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 you yeah. probably only speak Bono when you yeah. go but back. That's to dialectal you. also. Yeah. But Bono and Asante, Asante is the same. It What's the difference? They're all part of Akan. So once you can speak a language of a dialect of Akan, you're okay. You can understand most of them. Yeah, you don't need to yeah. overemphasize one particular no, dialect. Yeah, yeah. most Bonos speak speak uh, a tree. 
I get your point. So once you can communicate, read and write, and a can dialect, it's fine. That's what that's what I believe. And I mean, it's just like Australian English and American English. It's like British English. So we shouldn't be too much worried about all these things. I see. So let's talk about what you are doing in Ghana. So, so listeners, my guest is Professor Adams Bodomo, a celebrated scholar, originally. A linguistics professor, but you can you can easily say he's a polymath. He's into so many things. He writes about so many things. So we, we like his mind. Now he delivered an inaugural lecture on linguistic Pan-Africanism to begin membership of the Ghana Academy of Arts and Science. So some of the points he makes here about how Swahili or Afrihili can bring us together is a point we will explore. Not not in this interview, but later on. Mm. He also helped Mary Bodomo launch her debut novel. Mm-hmm. Infinite Roots. Is Mary your daughter or your wife? My wife. Okay. Yeah. Now, he also spoke on GBC's Legends of Our Time. He had a brief meeting with the Dagari Teaching Teachers Association in Wa. Yeah, right. Which is a good thing. Essentially saying, when you were growing up, you didn't get to read it like yeah, they. Like they did. So, it's now examinable. Yeah, examinable. So, so, it's progress. Yeah. Gave a workshop at the University College of Education, Winneba. Mm-hmm. Appeared on a writer's project mm-hmm. on City. Mm. And it's now on, on the City Breakfast Show. And I actually gave a talk at the Linguistics Department. I forgot about that. You did, you did that too? <laughs> yeah, the Linguistics Department in, Le- in Legon. Yeah. How often do you come to Ghana and do you have any plans of resettling? You've done so much in Europe. Mm. What if we say come and be the AU Special <laughs> Advisor on Language? Well, <laughs> After listening to your lecture, yeah. the AU people say come down, <laughs> come and help us develop a policy, leave Austria, come to Africa, we need you. Yes, yes, yes. Sure, to answer your Will question. Will you come? To answer your question, first, I come, I come very often. I come very often, mm. and yeah, it's, it's getting there. I'll come down. It's getting there. You, you will definitely. I'll so you, are, you, are, so yeah. as you, as you develop in your career, you mm. get concerned about the African continent, yes, and, and you see language yeah. as a tool in for fact, development. I have consulted for the African Union already. Yeah, I've consulted. Man, we have we had many meetings together talking about the African diaspora and all these questions about remittances and everything. Mm. Uh, I've consulted for the, I, I, I'm not just only stationed in 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 Vienna. I also come down many times. Africa, but yes, as to relocation, I'm on is on the way. It would be interesting to yeah. pick your thoughts on being an African in Europe, mm. and also because this morning I spoke to one of our ambassadors who talked about how mm. the Africans were the Ghanaians were trying to leave Ukraine, right? Eastern well, Europe, yeah, R- Romania, him. and all yeah, that. Right. So, you you are based in Austria, right? Which is a bit central, but you you obviously understand the difference between Eastern Europe and oh, Western yes, yes. Europe. In fact, Austria is the is the Western is the Eastern end of the West Western Europe, yeah. After Austria, you have all these Eastern European countries like Slovakia, Hungary. So we're near, near the war. Yeah, yeah. yeah Austria is... Uh, yeah. Once Austria is taken, you yeah. know there's a problem for one side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're nearer the war than, than people think. And so I'm sure you understand the Cold War a bit better than most people as oh, well. Yes. Yeah. What's the fundamental between East Europe and Western Europe? Well, I mean, there's, it's part of this ideological thing that mm-hmm. has always been there. Mm-hmm. Communism versus capitalism. Mm. You know, all these kind of things. And so it is it is a divide that has become less and less, but also can become perpetuated because of such things we have in Ukraine. Mm. So in Eastern Europe, uh, the economies are not as developed as Western Europe. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, according to people who think of it, there's less freedom, I mean, uh, uh, compared to so-called freedom, compared to democratic freedom and all this kind of thing. So these are the divides. They've always been there. And, uh, mm. and 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 so I see. you know we, we live in these kind of circumstances. How how do you see the Ukraine situation ending? The Ukraine situation ending. Look, you know, people always talk about. Of course, of course as a, an Indian scholar has always said, Vijay Prashad, mm-hmm. he always says that war is a crime. Mm. So war is a crime. I mean, mm. uh, rush anybody who goes to war commits a crime. Mm. So that that is a fact. Mm-hmm. But it will be simplistic to just focus on 
Russia alone. Mm. I've seen many analysts do that. You know, simple to do that. You need to look at what are Russia's fears. Mm. What were the things that led to this? Mm. Is the other side, you know, problem free? Mm. Is NATO? What is NATO doing? The NATOization of what Europe. What is NATO doing? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, any analysis that doesn't look at both sides, mm. you just you know, you just blow your hot air. <laughs> mm. yeah, so, so we must understand end, Russia's grievances and yes. try and resolve these issues yes. in the long term. Yes, we must sit together mm. and say, and ask Russia, what are your problems? Mm. What is it? Mm. You know, the United Nations must act mm. and mustn't just condemn only Russia. Mm. The United Nations must look at what is happening. Let's sit down together. What are the fears? Now, what they should be in, in fact, according to um, uh, there should be a negotiated solution to this. Wow, so the war is not going to end. It will keep popping up unless there's a negotiated solution to this, to this problem. few quick comments. Bernard, I'm thoroughly enjoying your conversation with your guests. Kudos. Do convey my appreciation. This is Professor Bonzi Simpson. By the way, we were met at Legon oh, same year. Right. I however read law and was in Commonwealth Hall. <laughs> the Vandals. Yes, so <laughs> Professor Bonzi Simpson was your, he's now the head of Kimpa okay. Law School. Bernard, you know another interesting thing? If you speak Frafra, you are 85% or more likely to understand the Wala Dagao, even Dagombes, when they speak, yeah, most yeah. northern languages are closely related. Is this true? Yeah, it's what I call the Mabia language. Even Fafra in Upper East? Yeah, yeah, what I call the Mabia languages. I see. Yeah, we, there, are, there are a lot of cognates. There are mm. a lot of co cognates wow. between, between these languages. I see. And, so, and, there's, a, and there's an opportunity to come together to standardize, to make standardizations that help mm. all of us. I hear there's a special relationship between Fafres and Dagao. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah special sure. relationship? Yes, there's a joking relationship. Is it? Yes. I see. <laughs> but I think people from Jirapa are naturally knowledge hungry. I met a photographer from Jirapa in Techiman. It took me almost eight months for me to know he had was an SHS dropout. He's one of the most open-minded people I've met. And his critical thinking ability is top-notch. And he's always ready to add on to what he knows. Kwabna from East Legon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and this is a photographer. Wow. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you for passing through uh, the show. We would be happy to talk to you again when you you come back to ghana so what else do you have to do before you leave is this your last activity this is my last it's your last activity yeah i'm going well you never know no tomorrow i'm i'm going somewhere for what is called it's a, a mou signing between a group calling itself sino african it's an african relations and then Kofi Annan center i don't know what it is but that's my last act tomorrow somebody wants me to ask you where yeah. he can get your books to buy and whether we can get your scholarly publications on google scholar Yes, some Google Scholar can get them. So we should just say Adam Adam Bodomo. Bodomo. Yeah, B -O -D -O -M -O. Just Google my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Google my name. You can get them. Because yeah. I think he wants to cite you in his work. Yeah, yeah sure, he can do that. <laughs> Adam Bodomo. Yeah, not, not to make me happy, but for the f to to see if I mean like if they're useful to him. Oh, obviously, yeah, they not would just be. cited to make me happy. I'm sure you know you are a mentor to many academics globally. Yes, a yeah, lot of them look yeah, up to you yeah. for for inspiration. Thank you for yeah, doing what thank you, you do. Thank you, Bernard, and thank you for the listeners. I'm very appreciative of that. In fact, seven years ago we did an interview oh, together. I remember? remember yeah. I remember. Thank you. Yeah. What's what's the name of your latest book? Um, it's called uh Goroya. A, a Dagari folk tales in parallel text. So where I Dagari folk, folk tales, tales in, in parallel, parallel text. Where I, I write, I, I transcribe Dagari folk tales in, in Dagari, but also with their equivalents and translated into English, so that people can read and write. You're a big man. <laughs> You're a big man, brutal. Thank, thank, thank you for passing thank through, you, Professor Adams. But I'm always good to talk to him. Thank you.
Oh yes, Adams Bodomo, it's always good to talk to him. We'll put the video of the interview up online later for you to watch. But A to Z Auto Servicing in collaboration with Hallmark Oil, authorized Texaco lubricants, having stock an area of quality Havoline lubricants for your engine. We have top-notch technicians ready to fix your car's mechanical and AC problems. A2 Auto Servicing is the best auto workshop to visit. We offer one-month warranty to all spare parts that we provide. We give attention to detail to our work. We offer free technical advice on the maintenance of a vehicle. We also have a wide array of uh, oils, including Havoline 5W20, 5W30, and 5W40. Call us on 0240-202-828. A to Z is your one-stop shop for all your needs. We are at Medina Race Junction. And it's Derby Day in the English Premier League. Will it be the blue or the red half of Manchester? Watch Manchester City versus Manchester United live at 4.30 p.m. on Super Sports DSTV Channel 225 this Sunday, 6th of March to enjoy the action. Get your decoder for only 169 CDs. DSTV feel every moment. The Heritage Month is coming big time. And we're touring 613 out of the 16 regions of Ghana. And when I come back, I was going to one of our partners for the Heritage Caravan. Goyle is joining the caravan. Goyle is joining the caravan. And my guest from Goyle will be telling us why you need to follow this caravan online, why you need to be excited about the Heritage Caravan 2022. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Night to fight music. Yeah, go, Nineteen minutes past nine. This is a song we used to hear out the Heritage Caravan. Thirteen out of sixteen regions in Ghana. Seven days. To enjoy the sights and sounds of the country. Starts on Saturday the 5th, is until the 12th. An interesting thing is that everywhere you go, you will see a goyle. That's, a, that's an interesting thing. Uh, Robert Tre, 
is the head of PR and communications at Goyal. Robert, thanks for joining the show. Thank you, Bernard. There was a day I was driving from Kumasi mm-hmm. to Accra, and mm-hmm. I was counting the number of Goyal stations. Yeah. Charlie, what do you mean? In matter of fact, we have about 224 stations now across the length and breadth of the country. One of my hobbies when somebody's driving me is to count fuel stations. And there was a day I was on there. Yeah. I was going to Takrade. When you leave Accra and you are going to Central Asia, yes. you get tired. So, so it won't surprise you why I want to join, right? Hey. So everywhere we go, we'll get girl. Uh-huh. So are you saying that every place on the caravan, if you want to buy fuel, we'll get it from girl? On the route, you'll get. In, in actual fact, basically, I know you're going to ask me those questions, but <laughs> uh, let me first start by saying that uh, this, we are very proud to join this caravan. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's been long overdue. Long, actually, long, long, because long uh, Goyle has a very proud heritage, mm-hmm. a proud heritage as uh, the country's indigenous oil marketing entity, a big one as that, and a very yeah. proud yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, 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 so yeah. our inheritance started in, as you you can recall, mm-hmm. uh, in the 1960s when Goyle was a gip, mm-hmm. and uh, in 1974 it was turned to Goyle. Mm-hmm. So since then we have stayed with our Ghanaians, we have stayed with our customers. And we have provided very valued service to our customers and our patrons. Mm-hmm. So if you want people to have a good feeling and remind them that there is a very proud indigenous oil marketing entity with a very um, typical Ghanaian identity, then it's good. So what, why, why won't we join? So, mm-hmm. it's, so what are you bringing on board? It's of the, consequence. What are you bringing on board the caravan this year? No, we, are, we'll bring, we want people to have direct connection mm. to the goal identity mm-hmm. because... As I earlier mentioned, wherever you go, you get oil. Mm-hmm. And we have the products they can rely on mm. in terms of uh, fuel and uh, lubricants. Mm. So you are, we are bringing on board the years of service mm. and dedication and the years of trust that they have had in the, in the, in our, the, the quality of our products. Mm. So basically, they will see and feel and if of necessity, buy oil. Mm. And let people know that Goyal has been with them and Goyal will still be with them and continue to serve them. From the off best. the top of your head, I'm yes. going to mention our route and you tell me which Goyal. Yes. So we would leave Accra on Saturday, uh-huh. get to Cape Coast. Uh-huh. But before Cape Coast, we'll go to Asin Manso. So you, know, you have a Goyal in Asin Manso. Asin uh, I cannot readily recall mm-hmm. because I've not seen your, your route. But mm. on the Cape Coast route, the you are dotted along, along the route. Mm. And I'm sure on, 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 uh, in Cape Coast, you will still have. There's a main goal at a Pedu. Yes, Pedu. Junction. Pedu Junction is there. And mm-hmm. even uh, in the of Cape Coast, you still get one there. Okay. And uh, across to Western Region, I'm sure you're going to Western. We're going to Secondly after that. Secondly, Takradi. you'll get to Alubo, to. I'm, go, I'm sure you're going, to, you're going to go to Hamile. No, we'll do from from, from Atuabu. We'll go to from Sakari, we'll go to Atuabu. Yes. And then we'll go to the Western North, Seshibekwai. Yes. Seshibekwai through to Sunyani. We are there. Sunyani, we are also there. But but uh, we will give you the list for you list to understand. To, mm. I'm sure by the time you come back, mm-hmm. you will get to know that uh, when we say we are everywhere, it's true. And the important thing is that the products that we sell, mm. we have been selling our premium products, Super SP Euro 95, mm-hmm. and our low sulfur diesel that we have been touting. Mm-hmm. You will find that in every nook and cranny of the country. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, it's a selected few as our. So, even when we get to remote parts of Ghana, we'll you sell you, the same products we sell in Accra. The same quality. The same quality. Same price. Same price. Kojo, is it true? Everywhere. Is there? If, if you look at Ghana's road network from the N1 to N1. 
whatever and six right and three and the re- regional rules the r1 r20 something mm. r100 something mm. every road network has an attached goal stations mm. um i've done extensive travels across the country mm-hmm. and there's not been a place i've been to where you didn't see Goa. or a trip i have undertaken that i didn't get goal in my car mm. yes even a small villages opa starting and starting free <laughs> i had to come and say i'm in bobo but you know you are going to stc right yes stc has been for about goal so, already yes already so mm. and the our our uh, low sulfur diesel is what they are using okay so i'm sure they will be fueling along the line and you 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 will get but the other issue chance about of seeing it's not just the fuel it's yeah. also the the girl shops yeah are the are there girl shops in all your stations not all mm. there are some I, I must admit but it's a process we are undertaking to be able to to get mm. to many of those but ones. are you the most widespread omc in ghana in terms uh, of exactly how many outlets 424 if I, I should give the count are you in every region including the new every region, region we are you are in the new regions too we are we are so 400 and what 24 stations that we have wow i mean our purpose is to serve ghanaians better and uh, a better quality fuel so uh it is so not, are, okay go on it is not necessarily because uh, we, we we just want to just spread them but mm. also because we need to give them uh, the best of our products mm. so the best product that we have we let um the public know that if, if we are selling super sp 95 in a car mm-hmm. it's the same product we are selling wherever you go and find gold station there mm. and our lubricants are the same so it's also an opportunity for every Ghanaian to have a feel of goil. Will your so, will your staff be on the trip? Yeah, sure, too. They are they are just right here with oh, me. They are joining the they are joining the trip. So yeah. you have a very a good goil feeling and have a very nice uh, trip. If, if they will share goil things. Oh, okay. yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they will share goil things. They 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 are, are you going yourself? <laughs> You enjoy it. Why you buy? You think like, I can assure you enjoy it. <laughs> I'm the, already on the trip in my head. So I mean, I'm, I'm, the, I'm already left here. The tangerine and all that you will see our colours heavily mm. represented on the trip. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. By the way, how much are you selling that thing? <laughs> One liter. <laughs> well, as of this morning, uh, we are we're still at seven eight eight zero. So we should buy quick before it goes. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I can't say that for now, but I'm sure in international developments uh, on the oil market, you are aware. And but I can get for seven eight eight. Yes, in the morning. As at now. As at be, now. Before I was living, you can get that <laughs> at that price. Obviously, uh, you know the developments that I know. I know. I just um, I know. get the adjustment. I know. So I know. it'll uh, be great to have you on the caravan. Yeah, you enjoy. <laughs> I understand. On Saturday, you are going to do something. So this was going to happen on Saturday morning. You have a kinky party at yeah. the Accra tourist center uh this is a, it's called atc right yeah Accra tourist center yeah. it's not too far from the um africa opposite africa so we will meet very early in the morning and before we set off we'll baptize ourselves in kinky and fish yeah. just to give ourselves mental equilibrium how <laughs> <laughs> good i'll be i'll be there yes so after the kinky then we set off to uh-huh. the central region first stop is at cinema so and then, then we'll end up at cape coast, cape coast. we'll do uh, some activities at the castles then we'll go to second D. I'm looking forward to second D a lot. I can assure you, Cape Coast will, will, will welcome yeah, you very much. Golf station. Where? Cape Coast, I've forgotten the name. The Pedu one. This is how we did the dance. That's why we did so the dance. So there's a. The they, they welcome you. In 2019, when we got to Pedu Goyle, Charlie, there was some DJB there doing some music, uh-huh. and then we took over the place. You know, we have remodeled that station now. Is it? 
Yeah, it's, it looks very nice. Now. It's different now. Yeah, it's very different. It's big. Very, very big. Your stations look nice. They are orange and black. Yeah, it's part of our... Very um, nice. Rebranding. Rebranding efforts, <laughs> no, no, no. Which we, we don't stop. <laughs> Rebranding. <laughs> and it's also a message to patrons of the caravan. Yes, I mean, they should uh, stay with Goyle uh, because of our heritage as a proud indigenous Ghanaian entity. Mm -hmm. And it's a way to reconnect with them mm -hmm. and for them to know that we, we will stay with them through uh, thick and thin. We know that things are very tough now, but the best that we can to be able to deliver our quality service to them in terms of our four lubricants, we will do that. So they should continue to patronize Goyle. Thank you, Robert Trey. He's the head of PR and communications at Goyle. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Eight nine thirty two. City Breakfast Show. Don't forget, you can. Get your creamy plus milk from all gold shops, shell shops, Bachona Total, and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. Contact Les Farm Distributors for large quantities. You can also call 0501-682-522. And energize your day with a kind of good day energy drink and know the difference. Good day makes you feel great. It's best for that special occasion. It's available at Malcolm Supermarket, Palace Mall, Girl Shops and Bachona Total or at a pub near you. So today we continue with our chat on visiting Ghana, discovering new places. Steve Ababu is my guest. This morning we talk about moving eastwards. If you leave Accra towards the east, where should you visit? What would you see? That's on our Heritage Honor series right about now. Welcome to another edition of your on-air series for the Heritage Month 2022. This week we're talking about places to go to. And my guest is Steve Ababio. He's a world traveler, he's a photographer, filmmaker, a videographer. He does all. And this week we're talking, today we're talking about the eastern part of our, our travel around the country. I remember asking him about which two regions fascinated him the most, since the Volta region was definitely one. So we're going to start our journey from the Great Accra, this time headed east, and he'll tell us where we should go to, what we'll see. Steve, great to have you again. Thank you very much, Bernard. I was pleasantly surprised when you said the Volta region was in your top two, because I was recently named an ambassador for the region to promote tourism. Okay. And I couldn't believe how beautiful my own region was because I only go for funerals and festivals and things. I never really went there for leisure until this recent time. So I was happy when you said that. So if I'm moving from Accra to Volta region, where should I start from? What should I see definitely? Well, if, if you're moving, I, I think there are generally two different routes you yes. could take. 
Yes. Um, you could take one uh, northeast and go through um, uh, the Adomi Bridge yeah. and, 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 uh, and so on and, and go. The other route you could take is through Tema yeah. and go through um, Ada. Go through Ada, Pam Sogakope, okay. you know, and, 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 and switch, switch it up and go there. In fact, when you get to Sogakope, there's two things you can do. You can go north or you can go south. Okay. So either is a very different experience in and of itself. Mm. Both are fantastic. Mm. My preferred route would be to go through Sogakope. So that you can decide whether you want to do the southern thing or and then, then yeah. do, do the Pesai north from Sogakope more visually interesting and exciting in terms of the landscapes and the features that you encounter um, along the way. Um, it's, 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 it's almost like in a different, in a different surreal. space. Surreal, exactly, that's the word. I'll come to that. So let's assume we want to do the southern part in our first leg. Yeah. So I hit Sogakope and I want to do the southern part to Aplao. Where should I go? What would I see? So the southern part, you, you, you see that the, the Aflau, there's a main Aflau road, uh -huh. but you don't want to do that. What you want okay. to do is turn right off and head down towards the Keta Lagoon. Um, so you enter the Keta Lagoon protected area. And then if you look at it on a map, for me, that's what I do. I take a map okay. and I look at the map is where would be interesting that I want to go to. Okay. And looking at the map, the fact that the Keta area is this little sliver, mm. you know, between the ocean and between the lagoon, mm. I'm like, hmm, what would this place actually look like, mm. you know, physically when you see it? Mm. So that's, that's what motivated me um, to make that trip. And it didn't disappoint. For me, Keta was... I had never been there, but when I got to Keta, it was like, there's something familiar about this place. That's what I felt. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful... In fact, I have a very interesting story about the first time I ever went to Keta. Okay. I didn't intend to go to Keta. Okay. Um, I was a young... I, I think I just finished my national service. Okay. And I'd broken my glasses. I needed new glasses. Back in the day, with, as a young boy without much money... You went to Jelukofe, Jelukofe to go and get your glasses. Everybody knew yes. about that place. So I took Trotro from Accra and found my way to Jelukofe. I'd never been there before. No one wow. had ever taken me there. I found my way to Jelukofe, uh, got my glasses. But by the time I got my glasses, it was a bit late. So, so I couldn't stay. get a car back. So I didn't know anywhere. I didn't have any money to stay in a hotel. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anywhere. So I had to come back to Accra. Couldn't get a car back from Jelukofe. They said, oh... Go to Keta, you get a car from Keta to come to Accra. So I said, I went to Keta. Keta too, there was no car. They said, oh, if you can get to uh, um, Aflao, you will be able to get a car. Now, now there's a road from Keta to Aflao. At the time, In those was... days, there was no road. It was just the lagoon. And when I got to the lagoon, it was just the, the last canoe. Are you serious? <laughs> was full, about to go to Aflao. So you see the tip of the canoe like that? I was on the some pure mouth like that. With like the new glass. <laughs> So that was my motivation because wow. that, that September, I went to uh, Tech first year. Okay. It's interesting because now f friends from there tell me their hometown, like Kedjikope, part of it is gone. Yeah. Nature is fighting back. But I, I think even that is a sight to behold, isn't it? It is. The fact that the sea is taking part of the land, even though it's distressing, yeah. it's still a sight to behold. It is. It is. It's... it's, it's 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 phenomenal and yeah. i feel that it also has created a certain 
um, 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 it has strengthened the people in a certain way. It's given them a certain resolve that we, we, nature is fighting us, but we are also, we are, we, uh, we are surviving yes. and we are making things yeah. work. Yeah. Um, just recently, um, I, I have a friend who runs a, a resort um, around the Anyanui area. And when the, the waves cause the problem, they kind of, it's blocked the way from Anyanui to Ada. So people cannot go by canoe. It mobilized the community and oh. they are actually digging a brand new canal through the, through the mangrove to open to, a channel so that they can go to Ada. And I was, I was looking, I was like, this is, this is wow. amazing. The people are actually, you know, getting up and doing something for themselves, which is very refreshing. You know, the other thing I noticed, I don't know if you observed, see. so my feeling for the beaches, they are much cleaner than Accra, and I had a different feeling facing east when I got to the, the beaches, Way, Tegbi, Keta, Uti, and all Uti. There, there was a different feel to the beaches than the skip, the central. Yes. I don't know if you got that, that there feeling. There is. Yeah. It's a different feel, and even the... the, the the sand, yes. the granular nature the sand of the sand, it seems it's, it's very different. It's yeah, different. It's, 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 it's a whole it's a fascinating vibe by itself. Yeah. And then what, the other thing I noticed was the towns have become much closer for urbanization. So you can actually walk yes. from, I mean, Jerukofa is now Keta, essentially. Yeah. And you can just walk to where, it, it's not that far. It's if, not. If, if, if you it, want it's to. It's actually not. Yeah. And it's an interesting walk. Yeah. And one of the things that always fascinates me is, is the fact that it's it's such a broad um sea turtle nesting area mm -hmm. um well, sea turtles yeah sea turtles do a lot of nesting there we are still having that struggle where we're trying to convince people to stop eating the turtles allow them <laughs> to come and nest and it's important because apparently turtles feed on jellyfish okay and 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 jellyfish feed on on on, on fingerlings in the ocean so the turtles are helping the fishermen by removing so this is God's own way of sort of exactly. organizing the system. Exactly. So we disrupt that. So we are eating the turtles. And then, then, then we are complaining the jellyfish. that we can't get The jellyfish will eat the fingerlings That's and then... That's uh, I don't know if there's still a lot of mangroves there as well because yeah. the issue of mangroves for me, from not just for sightseeing, because of the role they play in conservation, yeah. I don't know if there's a mangrove preservation effort. I also don't know about a preservation effort because there are the mangroves are still there. They are quite extensive. Um, but you also see a lot of mangrove wood, you know, mangrove firewood things happening, particularly in, in Anyanui. Yeah. I don't know what the effect is, but the mangroves are also important because, you know, we also have uh, West African manatees. We do. That kind of... These are also mammals, right? Yeah, but they they're also like, mammals. They look like a mix, a mix of turtle and tortoise or something. Uh, no, manatees are more like, a, I don't know if you, you see, walrus. Yes, you know they kind of look like a cross between a seal and a walrus, yes. but they are. We have some there. We have some there. Again, the issue of us eating our wildlife comes up because the way I found out yeah. was the fact that people had caught them, you know, and were butchering them. So we eat everything uh, that moves. We, we eat everything that moves. But these are the same mammals that you know in other countries are attracting tourists. People are swimming with them and so on and so forth. Um, this may not be of tourist interest, but I couldn't help but notice the number of people farming shallots, tomatoes, irrigation. I was fascinated. I, yeah. I didn't know really anything could grow in sun. Yeah, and, and, and you know, they have these pipes that, that was, stick up and it was, the it water sprays all over. It's a beautiful sight. fascinating. I think the soil is particularly conducive for that. You know, for that. Yeah, that's interesting. So, let's assume you've done the south. You've done Keta. So, so far, we've done the south, okay? Mm. 
you want to move north, I know there are a couple of routes. You could do Joje and say, let me drive through Ho. But I guess you're saying, go back to Sogakope and go through Mafikumase, Adidome. Yes. That, that would be your preferred yes. route. That's my preferred route. What, what would you see on your way to Ho? So, so on, on the way, I mean, it, there's a lot of farming, farmlands and so on and so forth. Very vast, flat uh, plains. A lot of mechanized farming going on. But you get to a point where you just suddenly see these boulders huge huge yes. you know i don't know whether it's called a hillocks or, yeah. or what you know on the left and on the right you Adaklu. have this before you get to Adaklu, Adaklu. You, there, there's a series of them between adidome and and, and, and Adaklu. Adaklu. and i they, they, they fascinate me because they're just like like some giant they just appear they just appear out yeah. of nowhere yeah. you know and it's not like a mountain range where you see connectivity they're between just stones. them they just giant stones you know in yeah. there really beautiful then of course uh, adakru just pops out <laughs> of nowhere at dawn the f i mean the first time i saw adakru i was like what is this we're leaving home very early in the morning and the clouds were still down it was just unbelievable and then the back yes the way it protrudes yes. out it's like yes. how did god create yes. this how yes. did it <laughs> it's 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 an amazing it's an amazing amazing feature yeah and uh, and the fact that it's visible from home it's, it's almost as if that's who's uh, yes. signature when you something. enter when you get to adakulu mountain you know you are close to go yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely it's, it's a beautiful have you been picture. up there up there i've been halfway i mean the plan is god willing this year you will go to get to the peak yes yeah. we'll do it when we there's a sound clip i play on air where the guy talks about antelopes, antelopes. Elephant. i mean, i don't know if you i don't know how many of those things actually are there i'm told there's a lot of different things on the mountain i i can't confirm it, it will be interesting to see mm. um again there's the issue of i mean when when human beings approach animals scatter so yeah. seeing them might be difficult but you know we'll, we'll, we'll go and yeah. see what we can find so adaklu mountain is definitely want to a place Definitely a must, a must but you were saying that the most interesting place you went to was uh is it you've been to the monkey sanctuary yes we tafiatome tafiatome monkey sanctuary yeah where is that um tafiatome is is you you head north um you go through avatime you're heading towards uh liatiwote and uh, afajato okay area and it's it's a detour on that road is Afajato as interesting as hyped? Well, just talk about the hills. I'm told there's Mount Gemi, there's some major there's Afajato. Just walk me through the Okay, whole. so so when you exit Ho and, and yeah. you go through the hills, yeah. um, you, you drive over, then you come to you come to another set of of hills, very hilly area, um, which is the Avatime area. So there's a group of towns um, that are nestled in the hills. And my understanding if from from the little interaction that we had with them we found out that the language they're speaking was not ever so we asked a few questions and found out that so these these the language is, is one of the guan yeah, languages guans. they actually escaped from war to settle in those areas so there there's a specific number of towns you know that comprise of the 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 the, 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 the um the avatime uh, communities Area. and and it's people are so friendly and so welcoming and the landscapes are beautiful mm. the waterfalls amazing it's it's yeah i mean it's a place that you definitely have to stop over Absolutely. definitely so this is the abatime area yeah 
what about the Logba Tota? Is that in the same area? So Logba Tota is not exactly in the Avatime. It's close, but it's you you have to you, you basically drive out of there and almost come back into another mountain range from a different direction. Mm. And there also is like you climb, 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 and you wonder ah, this means I'm climbing. Where am I going? Until you get to the summit and this this town just emerges out of nowhere. <laughs> wow. It's another I mean Ghana is a fantastic place. Yeah. Ghana is so for, for for the Volta region it's not just the beaches, no. the landscapes. No, 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 no. Uh, the and landscapes, the, the 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 towns. And you see the way they patch them on top of the hills, yeah. the air is different. Mm. The atmosphere is different. The people are happy. Mm. You know, it's a whole different vibe. We we went to uh, Logbatota, went to see uh, Apum Falls. Okay. There we were we were led by three 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 kids, three young guys from the town. Mm -hmm. They had their own uh, uh, Bluetooth boombox. Wow. And they, they, they jammed us all the way <laughs> to wow. the falls. It was the most fantastic experience. I have friends who went to Mount Gemi and they thought it was a very interesting. In fact, there's a tourism book that says you have a Kodak moment at Mount Gemi because when you get to the summit, it's a beautiful site. I think a German missionary put a cross yeah. up a, there. A metal cross up there. Still there. Which is this, the cross is still there. Some even believe it's some kind of it's an antenna of some sort. Or, or, or which the was, was used to receive transmissions. Well, I don't know, it's urban legend or something like that, but it's still there. We actually spent the night, spent a night on, on, on the mountain. This is the Heritage Month on a series. We're talking places of interest to visit on the eastern leg. We started with the Volta region. My guest is Traveler Steve Abbey. When we come back, we'll talk about the eastern region. OT, if there's anything, all the way through to Bimbila and the upper east region. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Heritage Honor Series on City Breakfast Show. Also on Breakfast Daily, my guest is traveler, photographer, filmmaker Steve Ababiu. Basically, helping me appreciate the beauty of Ghana on the eastern leg of the trip. And we started with the Volta region. Clearly, the Volta is a place to be. I tell people the eastern region is one of the most diverse regions in terms of people, right? So you have Aquapim, Achim, Kweu. Krobo, Guan, Ever, yeah. Asante, all in that region. And it's also very different. How does a person even navigate the eastern region? Because it breathes eastern region, right? Yeah. And it is. the is eastern region. Nkoko uh, is eastern region. Yeah. So it's, it's very... It is. It's, it's big in a very interesting way. It is. It's, it's very big and it's very diverse. And... Yeah. I think the way to navigate is just constantly, you know what, you're a Ghanaian, you are, go everywhere that you need to go and do what you need to do. Because if you say that you're going to drill down to the nitty gritties, yeah. you know, you can easily get confused. Mm. So, yeah, it's huge. One of the, I think, for me, and, and, and I, I want to give credit to Jijo Klake. Okay. Um, Adventures of a Ghanaian Girl. All right. she, she, she went to a couple of waterfalls also in the eastern region in a part of the eastern region i didn't even know 
okay. existed. So I, you know, spoke to her. She gave me directions, uh -huh. and we went there. So there's a town called Asesewa. Apparently, it's a well-known market. Asesewa, yes, Asesewa, yeah. So above Asesewa, I've been uh, to Asesewa actually. So good. Yes, I know Asesewa. So north of Asesewa, mm -hmm. there's a, there's two beautiful. The landscapes in there are also really, really, really incredible. Mm. Saw some beautiful waterfalls in there. Mm. The roads are not very encouraging. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a, a high car, I would not Recommend. strongly discourage So there are some but... beautiful waterfalls hidden in northwest of Asesewa. Yes. I yes. didn't know this. A market very in Asesewa. Cool. It's uh, a book, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I've been there twice. I loved it. Absolutely yeah. love. I didn't know. So there are waterfalls hidden there. There are. And we saw two. I mean, given the landscape, I'm sure there's more. There's more. more. You also mentioned on the last time we spoke that there was some waterfalls behind a brie or something. Yes, there is. So, okay, so we come back down from Asesewa. Mm -hmm. um, if you make on down heading back towards Kufuridia, at Huhunya, you make a right. Boti Falls is there, mm -hmm. Akar Falls is there. Mm -hmm. And then if you come and instead of going towards Kufuridia, you make a left to head back towards the Kwapin Mountains, uh, you, 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 you go through and climb up at Edukrum and then come along the ridge. The the, the waterfall you are referring to is I think it's Obuadaka. Obuadaka. Yes. Obuadaka. Very beautiful waterfall. Yeah. Um it's you know there's a road that goes from Ebri to Insawam. Uh -huh. So if you take that descent, as soon as you descend um to the right, if you look to your right you see some rolling hills beautiful landscapes i'm told there's a there. very famous eatery there as well so i hear I've, i'm yet to sample it but Obuadaka. i saw a couple of photos of Obuadaka. it looks pretty nice it and is. it's not that small it's actually it's not a huge waterfall but it is sizable enough to yeah and it's, it's seasonal so in the dry season it's not so much but in the rainy season it's it transforms it's like night and day what is the experience yeah. like filming waterfalls for somebody like you I, I get it. I know you're on, you're on a waterfall project. What is our waterfall that makes them so fascinating and picturesque? I guess the fact that the water is, is, is falling from a height in certain quantities. And then where it falls, the effect of that fall, you know, usually would create a pool, you know, which in itself is, is a total joy. I mean, me, I am, I don't know, I, I was probably born in water. So <laughs> I'm always looking for an opportunity. You learned how to swim after your, your Keta experience. I learned how to swim after my Keta experience. I've never looked back. <laughs> so if you're looking for waterfalls, Volta Easton, two strong candidates. Very strong. Two strong candidates. For very, very strong. Yeah. Which is the highest waterfall in Ghana? Is it the Bli? I think it's really, it's really waterfalls. Really falls, yeah. The, the upper and the lower falls. Oh, there are two. It's upper and lower. Upper and lower. Because the upper falls, there's a pool. And then there's another. Then it falls again, and then there's a pool at the base of it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. The river is epic. What about Ku? I've never been there. I'm looking forward to going there. Is there anything there? Ku is... I don't... I'm, I'm at loss for... See, Ku is very, very interesting mm. first off you approach this huge monolith of, of a rock you know and then you you, you so you go through in Nkoko in itself is an experience before you even climb the mountain mm -hmm. then you climb the mountain and you are the, it's it's almost cosmopolitan in a way yeah. you know you go through these towns but one of the most striking aspects of Kou is the mansions you see 
unbeliever. When I say mansions, I'm talking about architectural masterpieces, edifices. Wow. <laughs> in the hills, in the in the mountains. In the mountains. The, 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 I don't know whether to say the sad thing for me is that in a lot of cases they're empty. Really? Because they've been built as statement pieces. I've made money. Ah. And this is where I'm from, so this is my... So, yeah, once in a year maybe I'll come and be around for Easter or something like that. But I'm like, this this alone... Can be a hotel. It's a draw. Don't even make it, or make it an Airbnb. Yeah, you so know. that if somebody wants to do anything, pay to for one exactly. week. Don't just leave it empty. Don't just leave it empty. Because I feel that buildings kind of deteriorate when they stay empty for too yeah, long. Yeah, right. Have you been to Kuo during Easter? Is it as interesting as suggested? Paragliding I, I, thing? I actually have, in, have deliberately avoided going to You don't like going when a lot of people are there? No. I, I, I feel that the crowds take something. Well, I guess for some people, the crowds they just, they are the experience. <laughs> for a purist like you. <laughs> for a purist like me, like, no, 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 no. And then for those who want to um, check out history coco uh, 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 is it a mampong uh, there's mampong for that and then there's also uh, bunso yes bunso is that is that where krig is bunso echo park yeah okay there's a bunso echo park yeah. as well and then akosombo with all its um yeah it could be a central point to stay and then explore yeah, the explore region the regions, because yeah. i think there are many you could do volta yeah, and akosombo is interesting in and of itself because akwemufie is right there yeah. um if you want to see the keys to the osu castle there's akwemufie yeah um within the akwemu gorge you can hike up to the top yeah um there's a there's a very special bed which i think is found in only three or four places in the world the picatatis which is also found up there on the the the, the akwemu gorge yes yeah, I, I, I i'm interested in asameni yes uh, i think it's, it's so a statue, a statue of him right solid in, uh, solid strong Poku. solid yeah. guy what about say ashanti you know ashanti is in a lot of our history and our folklore yeah so i don't know if there's anything else you have to do mention obviously yes you have do to the do. military museum called probably do uh, bosom tree and Boti, uh, the kente place bonire uh, bonire um you should do uh kjtr market as well okay bosom cheat definitely for sure but there's also for me a hidden gem in kumasi mm -hmm. uh called the owabi wildlife sanctuary owabi yeah wildlife sanctuary yeah. is it in kumasi in kumasi i thought owabi had a, a water or something yeah so if you want to do if you want to do bird watching owabi that's the place to do it and they also have they also have a, a bamboo cathedral in there in owabi in owabi i see beautiful beautiful place beautiful place. ashanti is the one of the largest regions in that enclave yeah. right of course there's ba now so have you done bosuntri before yes i have done bosuntri um a number of times mm. uh, bosuntri is is interesting it's it's calming it's it's yeah. peaceful it's it just appears it, 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 because it's it's hidden you see yeah. it's it's you know it's, it's it's it was formed by meteor a meteorite strike so yeah. i guess what happened was the meteorite pushed up the earth around it so there's a ring of hills around it so when you go make your way through the hills down it's, it's it just shows up it's unbelievable beautiful i see and of course you were saying earlier on that you would do the that was it the is it a dija the Dija, Dija National the Park. Dija this National is Park, Ashanti, yeah. uh, Bono East, yeah. Volta. Yeah. 
I, I, I see that the Dijon National Park is probably going to take us just two weeks to be in there and it's really pretty large, actually. It's big. It's huge. It's, it's huge. Huge. Is there anything of interest in the Eastern Corridor? A few of my friends, like Sander, Kojo, they usually would drive Volta, Oti, uh, cross the river, Pontamanco, and go. That, I, I guess because the road hasn't been done well, a lot of people don't really see yeah, that side as a... It's, it's, again, the landscapes. I mean, for me, mm. the beauty of the surroundings mm. alone has an effect on me, has an effect on my, my state of mind, mm. has an effect on my thought process and all of that. Mm. And those areas have it. Mm. Those areas are, at once, it's pristine, so you're, you're, you're delighted to be there. But then at the same time, you're sad that you're the only one who's, you know, ready to go through the ordeal of, you know, driving through here to see some of these things. Because I believe that we should all, really, we should all explore our country. Steve, really great talking to you. Um, if there's more information we need about your travels, where can we find that? Um, you can find more information on, first of all, uh, on Instagram and uh, Facebook, Chasing Waterfalls Africa, or my personal um, Instagram page at steve.abebio. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, you know, steve.abebio. I have a whole bunch of images there Fantastic. as well. We'll follow you. Thank you for talking to us. We'll be speaking to Steve Abebio, who is a world traveler. He's a filmmaker. He does all kinds of interesting things. Definitely visit your country. And this is the Heritage Month on a series. My name is Ben Aravle. We've had a great time talking and watching. We'll be with you next time. Bye-bye. Yes, indeed. So that was Steve Abebio. Victor's presentation on places to visit.